So folks, right here, perfect example, Coastal, Mar Coastal Marsh Customs, right here. Here it is, perfect example. This is the type of work they do. Let's go, Brandon. This is our sign. This is what we got made by them. Uh, got some other stuff coming too as well, trying to get them a, a, to do me a defiant sign as well, where it just says defiant and kind of the same lettering and the same type uh, background uh, with a burnt wood look. You can go any wood, wood look you want. Uh, you can go mahogany. You can go with whatever wood you want. If you can think of the type of wood you want to see it on, you've got a picture of what you've got send it to him uh the guy is amazing coastal marsh customs at gmail.com send it use promo code defiant you're going to save up to 17 percent on your order this is all custom woodworking done right here in america sent directly to your door it is a veteran owned veteran operated company one of my favorite pieces right here just because it was a let's go brandon piece and i just thought it was hysterical and uh Vlin loves it too we gotta we're gonna put some lacquer on it to make it a little bit more def uh clear but i'm telling you right now this one's a, a killer we one of the things we we just saw him last night. We hung out with him at a Christmas party. One, one of the few great things I love about this company, we, I just love the way that they can, if you can think of it, they can do it. So again, reach out Coastal Marsh Customs, Inc., uh, Coastal Marsh Customs at gmail.com and use promo code Defiant. It's going to save you up to 17% on your order. And even VLAN's got some stuff coming too. She asked for some stuff last night. So I'm kind of looking forward to see what he does with the stuff that VLAN asked for because she's never easy to please. <laughs> so, and don't forget, let's go, Brandon. Yeah, let's go, Brandon. I know you're out there. I can feel you now. I know that you're afraid. You're afraid of us. You're afraid of change. I don't know the future. I didn't come here to tell you how this is going to end. I came here to tell you how it's going to begin. I'm going to hang up this phone, and then I'm going to show these people what you don't want them to see. I'm going to show them a world without you. A world without rules and controls, without borders or boundaries. A world where anything is possible. Where we go from there is a choice I leave to you. Trucking. Got my chips cashed in, keep trucking, like the doodah man, together, more or less in line, just keep trucking on, on, on. Arrows of me and a flash of my keys out on Main Street, Chicago, New York, Detroit, and it's all on the same street. A typical city involved in a typical daydream Hang it up and see what tomorrow brings Dallas got a soft machine Houston, too close to New Orleans New York got the ways and means And just won't let you be Do the man once told me you got to pay your 
cards ain't worth a damn If you don't lay them down Welcome back, fuckers, to another edition of the Patriot Party Podcast. I am the Mick, and with me, of course, is my much better beloved better half. Hey, Lynn. Hello, Patriots. And yes, I'm essential as fuck tonight. Anyway. You are, actually. Yeah. Oh, damn straight. Either way, 
Uh, how about that trucking? I we thought that was a perfect intro for tonight's edition. We actually agreed on it because I was like, "Hey, how about we play Trucking by Grateful Dead?" And he was like, "Um, it's already queued up." I just said sit, <laughs> sit and color in the corner, just like you're good at. I, I really don't color well. Uh, we know that. Yeah, we okay. we know you can't keep it in the lines. Just just saying. Either way, tonight, uh, lots of stuff to get to, but I wanted to start this out with uh. One of my, this has now got to be one of my more favorite clips of all time. And, uh, oh, yeah. Just because this stupidity just, it, it can't get any worse, folks. I, uh, you know, I, I saw that meme about Neil Young, you're so woke, you canceled yourself. And I think that's so accurate. I, I and Joni Mitchell and some other guy who even, I don't know who he is, and we're old. So, uh, Nell, someone, Neil, what? Uh, F. I don't know. He's some guitarist for some band or something. I, I don't even know who you're talking about. Exactly. There's There was a thing going on that Barry Manilow that jumped in on it. Apparently. That is bullshit. A Barry, rumor. Barry yeah. Manilow came out and said, no, no, no. I am not backing this at yeah. all. I like Joe Rogan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And now he's back in it. So either you know. way. Um, and actually, apparently, um, some of the artists that are leaving Spotify over this are they're they're not demanding that spotify take joe rogan down they're just saying we you know he can say whatever he wants we just don't want to be on this platform so we're going to take our music somewhere else yeah okay well fine go for it bye so one of the things that came out this weekend this is probably the bigger biggest biggest news uh part of the weekend that really came out this was on uh, i forget which sunday morning talk show would you quit screwing no now, it's now annoying you, me you cast a shadow turn it back towards ah, it's terrible I, it's not about you it's for them it's yeah. not about you they say they can't see us it's too dark whatever when we were in the dungeon back at the old house yeah you know people couldn't see us they were like eh, i don't like that okay well i liked i liked the right when you called or the night when you called uh, oh. he calls me my his I, I, better I, butter half all the time I, i've kept that going and i i kind of think that it's um it's not a ding it, it's oh it see be, you knew where i was going yes, with that. yes it's yeah. not a ding yes it is honestly a term of endearment yes since yesterday you asked me why i wasn't fat enough yet well i mean there's a lot of things <laughs> i ask i mean i'm your husband i'm allowed to. that's true either way this one really blew my mind uh, and just talk about just craziness oh god from these people it's just getting ridiculous yeah. nowadays but want to start this one off just because this is just a classic one that you had that we had on all the tvs right which mm -hmm. is on my tv right now so right now just to give you a sense so cnn pentagon as many as 8500 u.s troops on heightened alert okay true same on MSNBC, False. CNBC is doing their own thing about the market. And then on Fox is Janine Pirro talking about soft on crime consequences. I mean, what, what does that even mean? Right? What does that mean? Um, so there's an alternate universe on some uh, coverage. What's scary about it is a lot of people watch that. So folks, understand. What, what, is, what does soft on crime mean? <laughs> what is soft on crime policies? How, how about... Um, you know, you no, know, no bail. How about going and shooting up a school full of kids and walking out the door uh, of the police station like three hours later and going home to a party? Okay, okay, and then hold turning on, hold around on. Whoa, and, whoa, whoa, stop, stop. And, One more time, again, folks. When we said you can't make this shit up, we weren't saying, "Hold on, hold my beer." 
This isn't the time for that. This isn't where we go, hey, look, let's one-up this shit like 12 more. Okay. Because this is not the time for that. Normally, normally I pull the clips and he pulls the stories, right? So um, I hadn't seen this clip. Mick pulled this clip. This bitch got me fired up. Yeah, like, I'm telling I you. can't, I can't. I yeah, can't no, even. she, she, what, and she, she completely laughed it off too. That's the scary part. That is the scary part. Here is a woman How do you laugh? who's knee deep in the administration. She is up there. She's among one of the top, you know, 4% that are constantly in front of a microphone that are fucking standing in front, talking about administration policy. And she doesn't even know what soft on crime policies are. Um, you know what? Why doesn't she ask some of the many Soros-sponsored DAs what soft on crime policies are? Well, we'll get into that a little bit yeah, later because will. Soros I know, uh, I know. reared we're, his ugly head again. We're not starting with that. Um, no, I know we're not. No, we're, we're actually, we're supposed to start with the truckers. Yes. Now you got me all fired up over the- But just because comments. she's done. But, I, I had oh to. I had to, I had to start that one. Seriously. But, uh, she sucked my soul out just from that 30 second clip. Oh, and I forgot. Uh, first off, uh, my Wolfpack members- they're not your Wolfpack members. No, they're not. They're, they're Justin's. Justin's. Justin's Wolfpack members. Welcome. Okay. Wait, uh, actually, you know what I want to say real quick before we get going on this? I actually kind of want to do a few shout outs because Shoot. Uh, we, we often refer to people by name, but we don't always call out their podcasts, which I think we, we probably should. Cannabis in Combat. Yeah. So Justin from Cannabis in Combat. When we talk about Josh. That's Josh from the Red Pill Project. Absolutely. Um, well, Janet, we can't because he's up here in... That corner. Well, yeah, right there. okay, that you can. He's yeah. always there. But I mean, that's true. That, that's he's true. one of our primary, like. Yes. Um, when we talk about Janet, that's uh, Deplorable Janet from Deplorable Nation. Absolutely. Um, and uh, actually, you know, I found, a re I found two new good podcasts today that I'm really excited about. Okay, whatever. Okay. Uh, so tell everybody else so everybody else so knows what to go listen to. Now. I, I listened to, and well, you'll like this first one. And I'd actually had it on my list for a while, but I hadn't listened to it yet. It's called Resistance Podcast. It's a Census Fidelum Catholic podcast. Hmm. Okay. But it's this guy, it's a truther in North Carolina. And okay. I, I didn't expect that. And I listened to it tonight because he had Dr. Mark Meadows. Uh, no, Dr. Mark, um, let's see, what's his name? Uh, McDonald, Dr. Mark McDonald on. Okay. And so then Dr. Mark McDonald said he has a podcast called Informed Dissent. Mm -hmm. And I looked that up, one up and his latest episode is with Dr. Lee Merritt. And I was like, oh shit. Um, but, so, so, hey, you mm -hmm. ready for this one? Yeah. You know what word Dan Bongino used today? What's that? Just so you're all aware. What's that? Defiant? Yes. Excellent. Well, good. Did he tell everybody that you could go to MyPillow.com and save up to 66% if you use the promo code Defiant there? No, he didn't. But well, he said our party should be <laughs> called the Defiant Party. And I was like, hmm. Yeah. Okay. Where did you hear that from, Dan? Yeah, right? Okay. Hmm. Anyway, um, so I, I just wanted to give a, a shout out. All right. Real quick. So, and, and one other shout out as well. Go. Um, Kyle from Big Dumb. Well, yes, Kyle from Big Dumb. Because um, he always gives us shout outs. So yes. I love yes. Kyle. Uh, our, our favorite, one of our favorite listeners, one of our first listeners, Amit. Tara. Well, Tara. Tara doesn't have a podcast yet, but we'll, yeah. we'll work on that. Um, Amit mm -hmm. uh, has a, a podcast called Amit's Corner. Yep. And we also have uh, um, Jack. Yep. Uh, uh, two Jackson or two, yeah, two, two Jackson, Jackson of Scotch. Scotch. Yep. 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 Absolutely. Uh, and Righteous Mind podcast. Yep. 
Um, and uh, yeah, there's there's all kinds of, I mean, there's a lot of amazing podcasts out there. Unfortunately, I don't get to listen to all the fun ones that I like to, the conspiracy theory ones, which is really my shtick. But um, <laughs> and then there's Tara. <laughs> it's going to be the Patriot Party with Mick Velan and, <laughs> and there's, there's Tara. Tara. <laughs> the, I'm the disruptive assistant. <laughs> I um, wouldn't say that. You're 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 a productive assistant. Tara. Yes, yes, that's okay. Uh, we'll, we'll we still teach, love you. We'll Tara. teach you some some production, some editing. I hate doing that shit, Tara. There you you can take it over. Uh, but the other shout I wanted to give uh, on the way home because our son is at school for like 14 hours a day. It's ridiculous because he's you know such a freaking overachiever um but he told me that uh, a nerd <laughs> nerd, nerd alert <laughs> he uh apparently uh, a large number of his classmates listen to us or watch us welcome which is scary so good uh, i want you to listen i, I, I want too. you to that's what i said i said good you know what so shout out to the bc kids i have two things to say to you all right first off uh, I am now the county lead for Candace Taylor's campaign, and I was on a call with her on Sunday, and uh, I had spoken to her about this previously, so she has set up... Hey, Janet! <laughs> DJ's um, on! Hello! Uh, so uh, Candace has set up an internship program for high school and college kids um, that need service hours or an internship or want to get involved. So any of you BC kids, if you need service hours, and I know you do, it literally is making phone calls or knocking on doors and, um, the future governor of Georgia will sign off on it for you. Yeah. That's, a, that's, um, a... that's, that's kind of a big thing. So you can either get in touch with my son, you know who he is, or you can email me directly at vlynquinn at gmail.com or mcvland at gmail.com well i don't want to flood that email yeah, that's fine. It. but okay but um but but just label it you know uh candace volunteer or service hours uh so that i can distinguish it from for you kids so you realize really quick why this is such a big deal understand that vernon jones bowed out of the governor race this week well which is we, a there's huge a deal uh, we we have a we have Good information, but it's not been made official. I, I can tell you right now, it is official. It is official. And uh, he his, bowed out. His can't put it out? No, I have on another source. Ah, so we have alternate confirmation. We Correct. Have, we have multiple. All right, we so have dual, I, dual I side, confirmation, dual side from, confirmation from someone on on my side yep. and Mick got alternate confirmation from someone else. So when we get two sources, Some Vernon like that side. is that is gold that's gold so uh vernon is out so all right understand how big of a deal this is this means now that it's purdue and camp kemp and candace yep. running against each other right yep. now so candace china is, china or georgia candace is right now polling higher than both kemp and purdue yeah so yep. right now yeah, as long as she keeps going the way she's going, her struggles are she's, kicking ass. She's got this in the bag. Yeah, it's it's pretty amazing. So, um, and I'll tell you what, I mean, it's it's grassroots all the way. It's fantastic, um, and we love it. And yeah. I, I keep it up. Yeah, keep it up, Candace. I know you're listening. Keep it up. We're right here behind you. We support you 100. Uh -huh. percent And uh, we're all gonna make way. sure we get you in the office because uh, we need you up there. We need you in in Atlanta. We need you to control this state. We need you to control what happens in the state. And uh, you should be wearing this T-shirt because you're essential as fuck. <laughs> I'm just essential. I'm not really. I'll take the as fuck part out. I'm just essential. Um, and we will actually be speaking at two of Candace's events coming up here in a couple in like two weeks. Yeah, we'll promote that in um, a minute. Yeah. let's get into well, this. Hold on. One, one more, one more thing I wanted to say to the BC kids before we get into this. Okay. Okay. Cause this is important. All right. Understand that we do this, that we are fighting this fight for y'all. 
right? This this isn't about us. Yeah, our generation's we, gone. It, it is. We're lost. We we firmly uh, we don't want this, and we're doing everything we can to to try and prevent this. But uh, honestly, we anticipate this wherever this slippery slope that we're going down, um, this crazy drama that we're in in the world right now. We do anticipate it ending in violence in one way or the other, and we probably won't survive, to be quite honest. And we are more than happy to lay our lives down, lay our lives on the line for, for you because we are fighting this fight for you. You guys are the ones that are important. So I need you to learn everything you can. Learn about God first and foremost. And you guys are in the school to do it, right? You have the best possible resources to really develop a relationship with God. And it's really important right now. Learn about God. Learn how to think for yourselves. Learn critical thinking. Question everything, right? Don't just get stuck in your dumb boxes and your phones, you know, with the, the 10 second constantly switching from one thing to another. Find something you're interested in and, and, and learn about it. And then when you've learned everything you can about it, find something else you're interested in and learn about it because your instincts will lead you in the direction of what you're supposed to be learning out about to get us to the end of this because you may be called on to pick up the fight when we're done. Yep. So we're, we're fighting for you guys right now and you very well may be fighting for your children. So um, I'm glad you're watching and uh, keep it up. Yeah. Either way, tonight is all about freedom. And if there's one thing about freedom that I love is when it spreads to other countries, especially other countries that sh don't show the same views or beliefs that we do. Uh, they don't have the Bill of Rights. They don't have the first 10 amendments to the Constitution that support your freedom of speech, your freedom to possess weapons, your uh, freedom to assemble and do what you want, when you want, how you want, um, your freedom to practice religion, what religion you want to practice. Those things are not covered in many countries to include just our neighbors to the north. But what's going on up there is epic. What they are doing up there is epic. The fact that Justin Trudeau has take, taken flight <laughs> and apparently he's sick now. Well, no, Quote, unquote, yeah. he's sick. He's, he's got the, um, I'm a pussy scared of tr big bag well, truckers. The other thing that came out today, apparently a registered nurse in Canada, the one that supposedly gave Trudeau and his wife, their shots came out and said that that was fake. They didn't actually get the vaccine. Uh, that's which a, we that's said a win. At the time because deplorable, Janet. That's, that's a win for that's you. That's for you, Janet. Because, because you said that you those needles that. were not really yep. going in those arms. We and we said that the same video thing. On our COVID special with Janet, and sure as shit, now that nurse has come out and said, no, he faked that whole thing. And who knows? Maybe they're trying to drive the, the narrative of the pandemic of the unvaccinated again. Um, but well, they have <laughs> been doing that. They've been doing that the whole damn time. Yes, that's true. Uh, yes, the pussy flu. Is yes, absolutely you are absolutely right. accurate. <laughs> Um, yes, like it. I like it. So, uh, but Trudeau has, has moved to a secret location. Apparently Trudeau, here. Trudeau, Trudeau is in a secret location. Fuck, he's, just call him Castro. He's hit himself in a mountain somewhere in Canada. He's hiding I out from everybody he's else. here in the U.S. Uh, I've and heard, I've, I've heard, heard he, he got doxxed on 4chan. Uh, well, uh, uh, I'm not going to go into that. Either way. Ooh, what is know something more about that. I, <laughs> I'm not going to. All right. I won't push it. <laughs> I may or may not. I'm okay. not going to. Uh, <laughs> um, 
I'm not going to. I love all the nicknames I've seen from Trudeau. Trudeau. So true. So but true. still, my favorite is Castro. Yeah. Well, I mean, he is Castro. spelled E A U C A S T R E A U Castro. Whatever. Yeah. Well, that's the French way. I mean, that's the French way we spell <laughs> it, you know? Canadian way to spell Castro. Either way, this is what's going on right now in Canada, which, oh, this is which awesome. we love. And uh, what and, an amazing you know, when thing. You, when you rile, off the, rile up the mild mannered Canadians like whoo you you have no idea what's coming your way thousands upon thousands of trucks Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Was that a, what? I think I saw it. I think I saw it. I think, hold on. Let's go back just a little bit here. What? What did you, you see? Right did, there. Did you see a, there's some, some freaking, oh, I see it. See That's don't tread Gadsden flags right there. Excellent. Two Gadsden flags right yep. there on that truck, those trucks. Fantastic. My BC kids, if you don't know what the Gadsden flag is, please go, go look, look it, up. it up. It is very important that you know what that flag means. <laughs> Line, I, mean, I, I got a question. Hold on. It is miles and miles and miles. When, when the trust. actual media, quote unquote media, I, I'll put it properly. Yeah. When the actual media actually reported on this story, they said it was a fringe group. A small fringe movement. Small fringe group movement that was doing this truck rally mm -hmm. in Canada. Oh, Does, you know, I'm sorry. Hold on. Does anybody else have an issue with that statement? Do, do you see a small fringe element of anything there? Um, actually, the truckers address that. We'll get to that clip in a minute. Okay. I want to say though, uh, you know, I was on uh, I was on Twitter, and some fucking dumbass who obviously haven't hasn't seen any of these clips, only just saw the news saying that it's a small fringe movement, was like, hundred and fifty trucks is is not a, a large is not a revolution is not a large movement. I was like, uh, hundred hundred and fifty miles. miles Worth of trucks. Worth of trucks. Yeah, that's, <laughs> like, that's a little different. That, like, I, I think I think I commented, I had no idea they started making trucks that were a mile long. <laughs> wow. Anyway. People are so stupid. They really are. Sheeple. Well, hats off to uh, Janet, the uh, <laughs> true dope names. <laughs> true diddler. The only fringe I saw was yeah. on true donkey's panties. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, wow. yes, ma'am. Uh, I guess you have more to say about this. <laughs> Strong words right there. Uh, 
But either way, uh, thank you to uh, the the truckers from the north because we could all learn a lesson from this. This is uh, why you do not piss off a certain fringe element. Well, and and I'd have to say that was the fray. That's not really the fringe. That was the whole caboodle. That's everything. We're talking about like, look, we're going to put our foot in your asses and that's what's going on right now in Canada. And by God, I love them. So I have have two things to say and I want to comment on what you said before about um, Canada not having freedom because two years ago, if you asked any Canadian, they would have told you, we have freedom. We're a free country. There, there were plenty of people that fled communist countries and socialist countries to Canada for freedom. The difference between us and Canada is that Canada's freedom was based on words. Our freedom is based on a piece of paper, the constitution. That's it's backed based up on by law. blood, sweat, and tears yes, too, because absolutely. I'm sorry, there's too many of us that have fought for that freedom, that have died absolutely. for that freedom, that will never step foot on American soil ever again. So and we, go ahead and trample that freedom. We learned our lesson to, to get it in writing. We, we, we have a contract guaranteeing us those freedoms. Exactly. And okay. we're not going to usurp, the, we're not going to let you usurp or take those freedoms no. for anything. Um, don't even think for a second that it's okay that you come stomp on that. Because like I said, um, there's too many people that have died. There's too many people that have bled. There's people that will never, ever step foot on American soil ever again, who have died for those freedoms that we hold near and dear now that apparently the left doesn't think exist. And I'm going to get into that because I got a couple stories and, on that one, because I'm going to blow that up that side too, because what I'm seeing going on with Joe Rogan and the communist side of this country. Well, and then I've got more shit to come on the Pope too, well, hold on, we'll because get to that. I'm a Catholic well, hold, hold and I'm going to trash I, the Pope I was, too. I was still going. So hold on. I was get to, um, let me get to that. The other thing I wanted to say was that um, one of the reasons that they call this a small fringe movement is because 90% of Canadian truckers are, truckers are vaccinated. They made the same mistake that your company made, right? They assumed that because you're vaccinated, you're not gonna stand up for freedom. Yeah. And that is not the case. There are plenty of those truckers out there in those trucks that are vaccinated. I guarantee you. Yep. A hundred percent because they made the choice to get vaccinated, but they still respect other people's choice not, not to. Not to get vaccinated. Right. Because it's about freedom. It's about mandates. Mandates are never ethical. It doesn't matter in any way, shape, or form. No, especially a medical mandate. I would even, I wouldn't even say mandates. I I would say this. It is the freedom to choose what you do to your body, how you do it to your body, when you do it to your body. You want to go smoke dope. You want to go do lines of Coke off a hooker's ass. That's on you. Not you, BC kids. Not, that's not, not not allowed yet. However, if you, you cannot tell me that, hey, you have to go do lines of Coke off a hooker's butt. No, that no. I hate Coke. It makes me feel like my brain's my brain's gonna explode. Well, that's where you and I differentiate. <laughs> I know. I, I love me some weed, and that's where you and I differentiate. Yeah. So right. Either way, uh, this guy, um, old uh, Marco. Um, Oh, oh, Mendicino. Oh, you, oh, just, just Cause, wait. Cause this is classic. Cause like, this is where we see, this is where the truckers actually win. Um, it is a small win. Hey, no, no. In every this, war, this you guy... have battles that you win. And this just happens to be a small battle that they won. And all of a sudden you're starting to see the people in Canada realize uh, this was a mistake. Actually, this is, this clip is something different. This is not that you're, you're yeah. 
You'll see. You mean the organizers want vaccine mandates dropped and truckers? Uh-huh. Amongst other measures? No, he's talking. He's That's what that's what the organizers want. He is not an organizer. He no, is a I know. government he's official. He's a government official. Yeah, and he He's is, the one that backed down, wasn't he? No. Who's the one? Do you have a copy? Of, do you have Just, a, that clip, too? Uh, of the one that said, you're right. Saskatchewan? No. Yeah, we're going to get rid of the mandates? No. Um, oh, that's too bad. But go ahead and play this one, because this plays into what we were talking about last last time. All right. I do ask that because, uh, you know, given Canada's support of Ukraine in this current crisis with Russia, it, I don't know if it's far-fetched to ask, but, but there is concern that Russian actors could be continuing to fuel things uh, as, this, as this protest grows, but perhaps even instigating it from, from the outset. Well, again, I'm going to defer to uh, our uh, Russia, partners Russia, in the public Russia. safety, the uh, trained of, uh, officials and experts in that area. Okay, wait a minute. Hold on a time out just one second, because now I'm confused. All right. So that's their version of like MSNBC right there. Yeah. That's their version of like Rachel Maddow and shit like that. Yeah. Crazy bitches like that. Yeah. Because now she's trying to say that. Russia did it. Russia did it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because they all use the same playbook. It doesn't matter what country you go how, to. How did Russia organize all those truckers? I'm impressed now. Vladimir Putin's done some really amazing shit in the <laughs> he past. He obviously did it shirtless on horseback. He somehow... <laughs> he rode hold on, his horse hold on a second. From Time out. You have got to stop. In Canada. You've got to stop right now. Because <laughs> so far, I've watched Vladimir Putin affect a national election in the United States in 2016. Yep. In which case Donald Trump was elected the winner um, and Hillary Clinton lost. I watched uh, him get involved somehow in the election in 2020. Um, now, now I'm hearing, oh, and he somehow also orchestrated some PP gate shit that he had Donald Trump telling people to piss on beds that Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton once slept in. Weird. Um, and, and now you're telling me that Somehow Vladimir Putin organized thousands and thousands upon thousands, 150 miles worth of truckers and the 150 miles worth of truckers that he organized somehow converged on the federal parliament house in Ottawa and sealed off the city, built a ring around the parliament house itself, and then built a ring around the city, sealing off all traffic going in and out of the city. Yep. Let's ask Jay. Jay's on. Hey, Jay, I think Jay's, Jay, are you still in the, con uh, in the convoy? Are you still up in Ottawa? If so, um, let me, let me ask you, did Vladimir Putin come by your house and tell you to get in your truck and drive what to What did Ottawa? I miss with the BC kids doing, <laughs> doing coke? coke. <laughs> okay. BC is the high school that my, uh, that our son goes to. And, um, yeah. <laughs> Mick told everyone they could go smoke dope or do lines of coke off hookers asses. And I said, not you BC kids. So... <laughs> Yeah. So, so Jay, so is All this, right, that proves it right there with a shot of vodka. The Russians got to him. You did. You were suckered in. Damn it, Jay. I told you. Wow. Okay. I told you that was not what you were expecting. Holy shit. Yeah. Clip. Where, where is the, you don't have one of the Saskatchewan. No, but I have one of, um, Trudeau's, uh, Body fake double. Yeah, because that's not true. That's dope. not true. Dope. Yeah, we have heard that a thousand Seriously, times. Seriously, like I saw a picture of him taken two days before, and and either he actually has COVID and the inflammation is really getting to him, or or the vaccine finally got him. He didn't take the vaccine. How do you know? Because his nurse came out and said it. The certified, the registered nurse. 
whatever. It's a possibility. Okay, well, let's listen to what um, Trudeau not, not Trudeau has to say. Yeah. Non-true dope. Yeah. I have attended protests and rallies in the past. Uh, as long I as... agreed with the goals, when I supported the people uh, expressing their concerns and their... All right, kids, one more time, just so we can catch on here. Make sure you pay attention to what he just said. I have attended rallies in the past. Rallies and protests and in protests the past. And protests in the past. As long as values. I supported their values yep. and what they said. Yep. As long as I agreed with them, yes. it's okay. As long but as the second I you say them, something that's not, not cool with me, guess what? You nope. can't have a rally. You yep. can't have a protest. You can't do you are anything. You're guilty of wrong think. That is what we call suppression of free speech. That is what we call communism, fascism, whatever you want to fucking call whatever. it. All the isms, that is what it's right called. There. Yep. Hell, throw, throw racism and terrorism in there, too. Sure, why not? All the isms, they, they do it to us. Why not? Why not? Issues. Black Lives Matter is an excellent example of that. Oh, for but I have also chosen to not go anywhere near protests that have expressed hateful rhetoric, violence towards fellow citizens, uh, and a disrespect uh, not just of science, but of uh, the frontline health workers and, quite frankly, the 90% of truckers who have been doing the right thing to keep Canadians safe, to put food on our tables. Uh, Canadians know where I stand. This is a moment for responsible leaders to think carefully about where they stand and who they stand with. And that would be Trudeau's body double who does not look anything like Trudeau. Okay. Uh, tell, since when does COVID spread on food? Uh, well, I, I don't think it does. No, I don't. I don't think so either. Like those crazy people that would spray their mail down with Lysol and like well, leave was, it outside for three days. That was because of. Uh, well, it's because of the narrative. Yeah. Um. You know what? Actually, uh, the, there's a direct response to him. Skip. I'm sorry. Skip forward a, a clip or two here. I my apologies on this one. Well, um, I, not that one. Nope. Next one. No, next one. Yep, that one. That is that is a response to uh, Trudeau calling, saying they were violent. I believe so. Well, I mean, they said January sixth was violent too. So. Well, that's true. I mean, come that's on. true. And since well, since we're there, uh, you you dis you disagree with Cuckboy? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. He said, "Fuck that guy." Yeah, I, I agree. Yep. Um, and then deplorable Janet said, "Oh boy, I'm in deep doo doo since I agree with, disagree with Cuckboy." Yes, this is true. And um, that, that last part sounded like veiled, veiled threats. threats. Yeah, I completely agree. Yeah, absolutely. And then uh, yeah, we're all misogynistic and racist. Yet I'm a native and I joined the convoy. Hmm. It, it doesn't matter what color you are anymore. Right. Um, Good conversation you, going you, on tonight. I if like you it. disagree with them, you're a racist. That's it. It doesn't matter the color of your skin. It it doesn't it doesn't matter. It doesn't even matter if you're it, Canadian yeah. or not. If, if you just disagree with what Trudeau says, you're, a racist. you're automatically a racist. Yep. You're a terrorist. You're a fascist. Yep. It goes back to you my. Might as well all, just call him Biden. It goes back to my all-encompassing reason why they are pushing for us to all be labeled as extremists or better yet white, white supremacists. supremacists why do we have to be labeled because a white supremacist here in the states is labeled as a terrorist right off the bat yep to label us all in one group everything's got to come back to white supremacy why because 90 percent of the people that are speaking up right now we just happen to be white yeah well divide and conquer absolutely correct jay i completely agree yeah but let's see what because uh, they the love to make us fight each other because that way we don't pay attention to how badly they're fucking us with no lube 
Yes, it's definitely a reach around with no yeah, Exactly. <laughs> Either way, this is uh, the response to True Dope. And I, uh, if he hasn't seen it, maybe he does watch our show. Maybe he can see it now. This is your response, you dumbass. Okay, I just, I just sitting in my truck here warming up. I just got a bunch of nice fruit dropped off to me. I was just talking to this gentleman and this nice lady came by and had something to share with everybody. You want me to say it? Yeah, yeah. What, what just happened here? Okay, I was just talking to a local that lives right here in Ottawa. He's been here for 30 years. He knows what's happening. And he told me that the mayor of Ottawa is, he called the tow truck companies to start towing these semis off from the streets. And every company said they have COVID. Imagine that. Yeah. Don't worry, Justin. We'll be gone by yesterday. <laughs> I love it. Oh, oh, we're, we're, come to us. Yep. Well, we can't right now. Why not? Well, um, we have COVID. We've got COVID. We all have COVID. And there was that. There was another clip too, and I don't think I pulled it. But um, like this, this lady. Oh, you know, I didn't pull it because it was in French. And no. So yeah. But anyway, I could um, have. You could have translated and, and I understood most of it, but basically she was like, I, I've got, I've gone around to, I'm going around to people and handing out food and they're so gracious and thankful and everybody is, you know, singing and, and having a great time. And there's no violence. There is no, you know, there's, there's no rioting. There's no craziness. It's certainly not like the summer of 2020. Um, so, yeah, you know, with the they weren't burning buildings, buildings exactly. down or anything to yeah. stay warm. I they're mean, just, I could understand that actually up there. If they were actually yeah. burning buildings down right. to stay warm, that would make sense. <laughs> okay, I get it. It's hot. It's cold up there. But the crazy part is, you know, with all of that, even with even with burning buildings down and all that, the mostly peaceful protests that were not mostly peaceful and most of them were fucking fuck you. But... When this gets reported on here in the States, because finally people like us, uh, Deplorable Janet, many other podcasts out there, we've been calling out the mainstream media because they're not reporting on this. Um, no. I'll even give a, a, a hat tip to Fox News because they're actually calling on all these other mainstream media organizations saying, why aren't you talking about this? Uh, they're doing it to them. They're doing it. Uh, even Newsmax was doing it, believe it or not. Even though I hate both of them, they were doing it. And it's amazing, but when it does finally get reported on here in the States, what do you think that looks like? January 6th. Oh, it's all, what did they wrap it back to? The Holocaust. White supremacy. White supremacy. White, why, why did 100%. I, did I not just talk about this? Yeah. Not even two podcasts ago where I said, yeah. this is the, this is the crux of what they want for their argument, for hey. their point for the rest of time. It is the middle of, if we can destroy that somehow, if we can find a way just to blow holes in that, other than just talking about it, um, call them out on it and to get people to start calling people out on it. Tara, Tara, that Tara is just huge. Blew a big hole in that. Just because I am supreme and happen to be white doesn't mean I'm a white supremacist. Well, she is a woman, <laughs> so I'm going to call out your female. Automatically supreme. That's female exactly dominant. right. <laughs> because I'm about to show you another supreme lady here that's sitting there. Oh, uh, oh. Mr. Fucking, I'll sit on my goddamn. I'm going to take my fucking sweatshirt and go home. Anyway, uh, let me stick her on because this is really interesting. This is where you get to see the white supremacy come back out in the news yep oh and look at that it's on nbc my favorite M news, msnbc or msnbc yes the favorite the, news the, station the red-headed stepchild to hate to NBC. see ever the one where doing real reporting news hosts go to die 
Yes, they really do. <laughs> Once they get caught lying on NBC, Amongst other things. they go to MSNBC. The capital of Canada to a standstill. Dozens of trucks and other vehicles could be seen blocking the downtown area of Ottawa as protesters rallied against vaccine mandates, masks, and lockdowns. And that seems uh, like an interesting way to spend your weekend. <laughs> the demonstrations were initially aimed at pushback against vaccine mandates for truck drivers crossing the U.S.-Canada border. But the movement escalated into an expression of disapproval with the Canadian government's COVID-19 policies. Officials say several investigations are underway into reports of severe vandalism and criminal behavior, including the desecration of national monuments. Mm. Meanwhile, Ottawa Mayor Jim Watson said some protesters harassed a soup kitchen, demanding free meals because their refusal to wear masks meant they were not uh, to order in restaurants. That soup kitchen tweeted COVID protesters were given meals to defuse the conflict and that this weekend's events have caused significant strain on our operations at an already difficult so, time. So these anti-vaxxers actually took food from the mouths of uh, the homeless. Hum- hungry, yeah. Because they were, they're, they're, they're so put upon. Because yeah. they have a vaccine. I'm just curious, again, where were these protests when people <laughs> were required to take get five vaccines God, to start bag. school? Where were these protests when people were required to give their children five vaccines? They were in the doctor's office getting they, vaccines. Sorry, they were in the doctor's office getting vaccines. They were making fun of left-wingers on the West Coast for being yeah, loopy anti-vaxxers. Okay. Now they have met the enemy. And the enemy, their enemy themselves because yes. they've become what they hated they've become what they mocked and now it. they're taking food from soup kitchens because they're so put upon for being asked to do what they've been asked to do required to do their entire lives coming it's- up okay I, I can't even listen to the rest of that to take experimental gene therapy our entire lives so hold on a second jay you were there so please Tell us right now. Uh, first, hold on. I gotta gotta here, put here out, go. put out some stuff real quick here. Yep. I gotta show some some comments. So Tara said, "My sister in law's uh, my sister in law's coworker is Canadian. She told her the convoy was about white supremacy. There you go, babe. Uh, my sister in law asked me if that was true because she knows I know things. Obviously, um, you must have told her that it was true. Or we're all white supremacists because, as you said, Tara, you're supreme and you're white. So yes." Jay laughed at the dozens of trucks. And then I laughed. I told her, no, babes, no. I proceeded to send her pics of Trudeau and blackface and explain that the man was making those claims. Ha, ha, ha. Very true. And oh, the the meme going around right now is that no one will ever find Trudeau because he is the most accomplished Canadian actor ever with a picture of him in every different guise. Like he's, you know, he's dressed up as a, a, a native and um, a cowboy and a uh, Muslim and basically everything you can imagine. It was quite hysterical. So soup kitchens and, uh, and complete lie. There's more food than what was needed. Uh, let's see. Oh my God, these fucking people and moving right. There's truckers cooking burgers for everybody. They had uh, a station set up with free water and free food. Take what you need. Um, Janet said, Oh, good Lord in heaven. I pray for these two demonic souls. Well, I wouldn't pray for them. I mean, they're demonic already. It's already over. Also, restaurants were open. What? What? That was another lie. Yeah. Yes, I heard that. I heard that there was plenty of food. Not only did I hear there was plenty of food, there was cops, some of the provincial police there in Ottawa that were making 
arrangements to get food brought into the truckers, which holy shit. Uh, what's up, Trudeau? Where are you at? Well, because not- apparently your cops aren't even fucking supporting you. You dumbass. Some of them were play, play the next clip because um, they, they did find a couple cops who, who just fell in, into the Nazi line, you know, just following orders. Well, that's not going to work so well in Nuremberg. Yeah, so um, this is this is two parts. So this is part one of two. All right. Let me bring it up here. Yep. Matter of, what do you do next? How long can you stay? Forever. <laughs> 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 two weeks. And we will stay. Yeah. No, we will stay. We will stay. We we can make this easy too yeah. for you guys. Yeah. Is by you guys working with us. Yeah. Like we're we're in this together. We all want the same thing. We want this stuff done. No more no mandates. They have to be finished. This we're not just here to, to cause issues. The minute no, restrictions not. get taken down, okay, we'll, we'll leave. Yeah. We we'll get leave. that the message has been delivered, we but it hasn't yeah. helped. Like everything's still the same. That's right. Nothing this is whole media this thing that we're just family. a little fringe minority. There is more and more happening. Just so you guys know. You guys this is not a small fringe minority. Okay. What's your name, sir? My name is George. George? Yes. Mm-hmm. I, I appreciate you bringing that out and talking on behalf of the group. Right. It's, you know, you've got to have somebody that's willing to speak up and talk. Mm-hmm. I get that. That's why I'm here today. Mm-hmm. It's to be the one on behalf of the RCP that's speaking up and talking to you guys. Right. What we have been told to impart upon you is that today is the day that we're opening the highway. And the reason that that's happening is because we've been instructed to do so by the people that are in charge of us. So when will so you, when you stand say, up for us? When you like, say that, are you guys not tired? Like, do you not have families? Absolutely. Do you not have families that this affects? Yes. Like, this is the time where we all work together. We need you guys to make a choice as well today to stand with us to make this change. Amen. We have so much going on right now. We have so much support right now. You guys can decide to say F you to your superiors and say we're yes. not doing this anymore. It's happened in other police forces. You know, yes. it has to... It, okay, I'm going to stop you there. That well, is not an that. option that we'd have. Well, yes, you do. Yes, 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 you do. Actually, you have the option. We can do it. You can do it. Do it. Do it right now. Do it. You have the option. You rather come in and strong arm. No negotiations. That's your process. Uh, and I'm going to say this right now, real quick. Um, they do. They have a choice. They can quit. They can resign right there at the, on, on the spot. They can literally walk out of there and say, I, "I'm not going to do this." I uh, one of the video clips I was going to ask her to get, and she didn't get. I forgot to ask her about it. But one of the bigger ones uh, that just happened here in the states, just because this isn't just about you know a boot what they're doing. It's a boot what's going on everywhere in this world right now. And one of the big things that I was just blown away with is uh, the C, uh, the uh, Border Patrol chief decided to roll out and talk to a bunch of his people. And uh, some guy was filming it off his phone. And I'm telling you right now, that was not pretty. He got fucking hammered because they it was all guys from the southern border. And they were like, well, we can't do our job. 
And he's like, well, why are you getting all wrapped up in the policy and the politics of this? And he's like, because what am I doing if I'm not out here trying to stop these illegals from crossing the border when I know they're just going to be put on a plane at midnight and sent to some other state where I'm not going to see them anymore. They're not going to be here. So therefore, it's no longer my issue. And people were calling him out on it. Guys, uh, gals, everybody involved in the Border Patrol, everybody involved in this, this government, you have a choice. You can walk away and say, I quit. I know it's not our patriotic nature to do that or within our patriotic nature to do that. But what are they going to do when they don't have enough people to protect our border anymore? Or you can just say, when no, is, I feel this is, a, is an unconstitutional, unethical order and I won't follow it and let them fire you. I mean, think about this. This is like, this is where we hit them. This is where it hurts because when there's no longer anybody protecting the border, they're going to have to make a policy shift. They're going to have to change something. If there's not enough people there protecting the border, we got a fucking problem in the U.S. There's already no one protecting the border. If everybody on the border just quits, then the Democrats will be fine with that. They would uh, love to have no one on the border protecting the border. Would you stop? There's, there, there's, there's bigger issues with all of this. This is where we say, no, enough is enough. You can quit. You know, I, I, I gave this advice to a very good friend of mine a long time ago when he retired from the military and he got this job and he fucking hated it. And I could tell that he was miserable. And I said, you know what the badass part about your new job is? You can fucking quit. And he just looked at me with these eyes like it didn't even dawn on him that he could just up and quit because he was so used to being in the military where we just can't up and quit. Like you up and quit in the military and there's a lot of shit that happens to you. There's a good chance you're probably going to see the inside side of a jail cell. Um, and when you finally get out and you realize, holy shit, you know what? I don't have to do this anymore. I, I don't have to deal with you. Watch this. Bye. And you actually see the actual Joe Biden pose of him walking away with his back to you. You can do that. That's legal. It's legit. I, I don't understand guys like this. This doesn't make any sense to me. You're willing to stand there in front of your own people, the people that you're there to protect and serve. You're in front of them saying, but no, I can't. No bullshit. You can't. Those people are absolutely dead right. You can quit when given an order like this, the cops in New York, as far as I'm concerned, if you guys get your asses kicked because you arrest some 12 year old because she's not wearing a fucking mask, you deserve it. That's one where you turn around and you say, see you, governor, you have fun. You come down here and do it. Here are the cuffs. Take care of it. Because I'm telling you right now, these pussy ass fucking lawmakers that are making up these stupid fucking rules that are fucking doing this shit, they don't have a hair on their nuts to come down here and police their own. I put fucking money on it. Come down here, take my guns, bitch. Tell me how many guns you get met with at the front door. Because I can't hold all of my guns, but I guarantee between me and my wife, we can hold enough of them and put enough rounds down range that it'll fucking change your mind and change a small army's mind of coming in my motherfucking house to try and take my goddamn guns. I guarantee that shit. The kids are pretty good shots too, so... You're damn straight. My oldest son, I know he can reach out and fucking touch you. Fucking quit, people. Don't use this pussy-ass excuse. Well, I just can't. What are you scared of? Because this this guy right here, um, the one that's saying, oh, I'm just doing my job. He's going to be the one telling you, just get on the cattle car. Just get on the train. He's a mount me. That's it. He just, is just, a mount me. Just, just get on the train. And, and once you're out of sight, you're no longer my problem. And then his friend behind him is just going to be like, just get off the, ch the train and just, just go in those showers over there. 
I'm, I'm going to use, uh, you know what? I'm actually going to use a line that uh, Justin and the Wolfpack from his show, Cannabis and Combat, use all the time. Look, you don't come to Dick Punch's house and ask <laughs> to take his guns. He's going to shoot you in the dick. That's so true. <laughs> from all across the pond. <laughs> Literally, we have a pond in our new house. It's pretty big. <laughs> I that that just I, I hate hearing that. That's like a fucking weasel excuse. It that is. is a super weasel excuse. Well, I'm doing what I'm told. That is not. If you are truly for these people, if you're with these people, quit. Just walk away. Say, look, I, folks, I'm not going to do anything to you. I'm I'm just going to walk. Take your badge off right there. Throw it on the ground. Yep. You want it? That is a fucking. I don't care. That means you're walking around with the biggest dick in all of Canada because you walked in, you saw all these people there, you took your badge off, you said, you know what? I'm not doing this anymore. Even you if you're Irish. And leave your fucking car wherever the fuck. You know, that was the funny shit. We were all talking at the fire department when they were talking about mandating the vaccine on everybody. One of the things we were going to do was first we were going to come in, we were going to go to work after the mandate. And then we were going to go drive the fire trucks to different parts of our island where we were at. We were going to drop them off and leave them, co coordinate rides back to the station to get our cars and then drive off and leave. Good luck finding enough motherfuckers to come drive those trucks back to the station. <laughs> Especially when a whole shift gets up and leaves. Have fun with that one because we're talking every fire truck that we had. We we're going to just drive it and drop it off in different places. Dude, your your favorite person at the um, the at the company, the uh, the head honcho, he he might actually crash the fire truck and have to take a drug test that's true <laughs> that would be fun just for just to see that all right let's see the second part of yeah, this see the second part of this i'll never get my same view lynn my kids a sniper outstanding Fantastic. i like it <laughs> what is that uh trudeau could ban all they're not leaving my house damn straight yep snipers abound absolutely deplorable janet uh, that's called morals, values, and true bravery. Completely agree, madam. Uh, my wife just received her religious exemption for the vaccine mandate just before I went to Ottawa. Excellent. Outstanding. Congratulations. Congratulations, Jay. And uh, deplorable Janet says the same. Yes. Outstanding. I Fantastic. like it. Fantastic. So let's get this one, finish this video out here. Um, better come up full screen. You yep. Know. <laughs> down here in good faith to try to negotiate with law enforcement and with the authorities to try to end this uh, end, end this, uh, this set of circumstances uh, amicably and uh, you know in a, in a manner that is in the best interest of all parties and I think that you know you guys are just essentially uh, saying no go and it's uh, it's a very what clear message. Here today is a very big message. That is the message. Your message. The message. Yeah, the message. That we don't want. We're not. Uh, absolutely. This is a two-way communication. But, but you're not making it a communication. You're saying you are moving now. That's not. That's that not is not communication. That's demanding. So that's not the message that Greg said. Okay. Okay. We've listened to you. Greg's tried to tell you the message. So I just want to make this clear, and then we can talk to your legal representative and see if another option becomes available. But we need to deliver this message. And in return, we have heard you, and we will deliver that message back to our Thank you. We have heard you. But the communication and direction we've been given is this. You, if you do not wish to be here or do not wish to have your truck impounded and be arrested, you are being given the option to move out to your vehicle and leave. 
once we start enforcement action, people will be arrested. Don't do it. Trucks will be impounded and seized. Fuck them. That is the message we were told to deliver. So Make them do it. In return, Fuck em. George, correct, George, yeah. we will deliver your message that that is not what you want to do, that you have no intent to comply. Damn straight. What Fuck them. we want is communication on a different level. We we want communication on a non-demanding, like whoever your authorities are, they need to talk to us. This, this is unnecessary. You guys, I understand you're doing your job. We're doing, I, I'm, I'm not at my work. I'm here, I left my work behind to stand for you guys as well. Yes. So, just come in here and just demand and we're forcing this? That's not the right thing to do. We want to do this together. But let's do this together. Get your authorities to come and sit down with us. We will communicate. Fuck them. That's what I'm saying. Hey, George, you keep it up, dude. You're doing the right thing. That is called, that is true. That's, that's, that's patriotism right there on the umpteenth level. Absolutely. You come here and sit and talk with us. I don't want to talk. I'm tired of talking to little men, middle men. I don't want to talk to them. I want to talk to the guy at, at the top making the decision. I want to talk to the dictator supreme. This is bullshit. And I, I completely agree. He should have demanded it. And I would have, if I was George in that bar, I would have turned around and say, fuck them. We're not moving. And that's exactly, I, okay. I would have had to say it in a little bit more of a Canadian accent, yeah, I but mean, well, no, fuck George is we're a, not moving. George is a very reasonable. He is. I'm not. Um, you are, you are not. He obviously knows how to keep his blood pressure under control. You do not. Um, but, uh, as as reasonable and amiable as he is for a Canadian, you can tell there's steel under that. He he's not moving. Like that's it. He's he's hey, done. <laughs> yeah, just that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> isn't that how they isn't that how they made their isn't that how they made their name C A N A D A? We'll just call ourselves Canada. <laughs> yeah. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. You're kind of not though. <laughs> no, Remember not really. that Nick has been banned from Canada, right? The Nick only reason is I not couldn't... allowed to go to Canada. The only reason I couldn't go to this rally this this past weekend was because I'm not allowed in. Seriously, Canada. he's he's not like it, that's a do not cross the border. It's like a, they got my go picture at every fucking jail. every station up there. <laughs> Just because I didn't pay a fucking ticket. And I told them to fuck off when they called me. I said, good luck catching me. I'm in another country, dickheads. <laughs> and I, I kind of, I kind like of went much. after their magistrate a little bit. I kind of gave him a rash of shit on the phone when he <laughs> called and threatened me. We're coming down there. It's like, with what? All those horses that you mount every day, you faggot. And I hung up the phone on them. They, they don't like that. They're, 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 they're a little angry with me. Canada. Canada. <laughs> anyway. Okay. So the trucker lawyer actually went outside. He got on TV, which I was again yeah. very impressed with. I, I heard this one as well. This is another. Uh, this is another. Uh, ooh, uh, have we had a story on that? No, no, what? no, no, no. What on on Mick getting banned from Canada? Yes, we actually told the story when we had Lee Dundas on not too. No, long No, I ago. didn't. I didn't tell the story. I, I oh didn't yeah, tell you the just story. you said that you were banned, but you didn't tell I, the whole story. I said story. I was banned. Yeah. I just didn't say what happened. So. <laughs> A while ago, I was going to my brother's wedding. Uh, this was like 30 years ago. No, my younger okay, brother. Okay, 20. 
No, you were not. Oh, his no, because yeah. I went to the wedding with you, and I didn't get banned. We did not go through Canada to get to that wedding. Oh, that's right, that's right, that's right. We didn't because I, I, I was going. To, to go I was to going to see my brother before I deployed. Yes, this is. Before and I we went got out to married. Michigan. So this was probably 20, 25 years. Ago. Yeah, this is like twenty five years ago. Yeah. So I was going to. Um, he was at Michigan State, and I was up in upstate New York, and I drove around. Uh, I went up through Canada because I was like, yeah, it's a shorter ride. I'm going to take that way instead of going all the way down and around and back up. So I went up through Canada, and in the Tollbooth Plaza, when you cross into Canada, where I was up there, um, there, it's about like 60 booths, I think. And all the way down at the first booth, when you're crossing into Canada, there's a three by three sign, a three foot by three foot sign. And it says in writing that radar detectors are illegal in Canada. In, in script, so Mick couldn't read it. I can read script. I'm just I'm not kidding. a fucking, <laughs> not a millennial, hon. <laughs> Sorry. So, um, and at the end of it, it says A, and I was like, well, B, C, D, <laughs> you know. I, I went through like booth 40 something. I was, I think I still have my ticket from today when I when I went through the booth. The, I went like through the customs booth 40 something. Uh, to see all the way down to booth one and see a three foot by three foot sign is next to fucking impossible, folks. So there I go driving up and uh, got into the country. Nobody, the customs guy, it was up in the windshield. The customs guy didn't say nothing to me. The Canadian guy didn't say nothing to me when I went through their booths. And then the next thing you know, I'm off into Canada. Well, I get pulled over by the OPP. You know me. You down, <laughs> down with, with OPP? OPP? <laughs> Every last homie. Anyway, so I get pulled over by this OPP homo and uh, he rolls up and he pulls me over and I'm fucking sitting there and the guy walks up and he goes, uh, hey, um, what you doing driving with the radar detector, eh? And I was like, uh, I fucking, uh, what are you talking about? And he goes, oh, radar detectors uh, illegal here in Canada, eh? I said, <laughs> That sounds like a personal problem. That's not my problem. I, I'm from America, B. <laughs> and he was not real happy with that answer. And he's just like, well, uh, we've got a problem here, eh? I said, I still don't think so, B. And uh, he went on to tell me, explain to me the law in Canada. And I said, well, that's great. I'm not a Canadian citizen. I'm an American and I don't really give a shit about your law. I'm just driving through. Uh, not even stopping. When in Rome. Just doing a tank of gas, B. I'm going to be right around the corner. Don't sweat it. Uh, he didn't get my B comments all the time. <laughs> but then he says, well, I'm going to have to take the radar detector. I said, uh, you're going to fucking also hand me a check for $130. And he looked at me and goes, no, no. I said, well, then I'm going to follow you wherever you go because you're going to end up giving me that money. We will. I will find a way that I, I either take that money out of your ass or you're going to give me that money. It's your call. And uh, he's like, oh, you're not, you're, not, you're, you're not threatening to assault a member of the OPP, are you? I said, yeah, you know me. And he didn't get that reference either. He was not happy with me at this point. He kept saying A and I kept saying B. Eventually I said C. And I was like, C? And, uh, that was your Mexican coming out. Yeah, yeah, a little Mexican rolling out. But uh, long story short, I get all the way to the the border finally, and uh, I followed this guy for a while. He was not real happy that I followed him either because I kept flashing high beams at him, saying, "Hey, pull I over!" Because I still want to talk to you. And uh, don't forget, he gave you a ticket for like oh yeah for more than the radar detector for like three hundred bucks yeah. for the for the fucking radar detector yeah. driving. So with not only did they confiscate his hundred and thirty dollar radar detector, but then they wanted him to pay an extra three hundred dollars. So for as the Privilege. As I come no. back through Canada into America, I stopped at the border patrol station there, the customs and border protection station there. And I, I looked at the customs guy. I said, hey, um, 
where the fuck are the signs that says that radar detectors are illegal in Canada? He says, oh, they're all the way down by booth one. Now, mind you, I'm coming back in through the Detroit side and we're talking, this is even bigger. This is probably 120 something stations long. And I was like, down by the first station? I was like, how the fuck is someone from the United States who goes through booth 60 here going to see all the way down to booth one and see a three foot by three foot sign that says radar detectors are illegal in Canada? I don't know what the fucking laws are in Canada, dude. I was like, it's not my day to fucking check them. And uh, so anyway, this goes on for a couple months. Anyway, I, gotta, I get all these notices and then I start getting threatening letters oh you you better pay this a eh? and i was like no b Nasty crimes i mean just best. just holy shit and it was like <laughs> stupid shit too and then they started calling me and that was classic when they started calling me and then i knew they were getting serious about it and i got this uh call from this opp station chief and i don't fucking know anyway this guy called me and he's just like hey you better pay that ticket eh and i was like no b i'm not paying your fucking <laughs> ticket what you did to me was theft you stole from me and then you destroyed my personal property that's fucking illegal here in the united states eh and he said i said b i said to boot i'm not gonna fucking pay your stupid ticket because that's fucking highway robbery it was more than what the fucking radar detector was worth and he's like, well, you, you owe us. I was like, well, good luck collecting the son of a bitch because I'm over here in the border. So take your fag fucking ass and go back to Canada. I'm not going to deal with you. Next thing you know, I get this uh, official letterhead from the Canadian State Department. Castro. You are not allowed back in Canada. Sweet. Not coming back. Don't worry about it. Every time since I've driven around the UP because I'm not going to fucking deal with those fucking idiots up there. But I've got to tell you, they've changed my mind. What I've seen this week changed my mind. Well, maybe if it actually turns into Truckistan instead of Canada, then you'll be allowed back in, in Truckistan. Hey, I'm pretty sure every Canadian would love to have me up there because I support everything they're doing. And I think what they're doing is fucking outstanding. We were one of the first shows to come out and talk about the 150 mile fucking long caravan. Yep. That was fucking, it was hundred miles when we first talked about it. Yep. Now it's 150 miles. So they added on another 50 miles. So not only are they the longest truck convoy ever, but they've even grown another 50 miles after the time they got on the air with us i hey whatever i'm not saying it was our fault but i'm just saying this is a fucking movement that means something they are this is what standing on your moral virtue looks like this is what it means you stand there you say no i don't want to talk to middlemen i want to talk to the big guy i want to talk to the guy that's making all the policy decisions because this is bullshit and people just hearing the kids that was the thing that fucking blew my mind i cried every time when i was hearing those kids saying Thank you, truckers, for standing up for my freedoms. By God, I was, I, yeah, it almost jerked one out of the, me. The one, the people saying, Jay, I'm posting that. I haven't been, I haven't had hope in two years, and you give me hope. That, that, that's what got to me. And that, that yeah. is what I'm talking about, Jay. That is, that is it. That is it right there, man. I, I can't. I fucking a man. That is, I'm telling you right now. I, I've, I've seen all those kids go up there. They've said their little piece. Thank you for standing up for us. Can, uh, you know, thank you. And different, as the convoy progressed through Canada, there were different kids from each province that was coming out saying, thank you so much for what you're doing. Thank you for fighting for me. I'm tired of wearing masks in school. I'm tired of having to wear a mask everywhere the fuck I go. I love it. I love the kids. I love the kids. The kids were standing up saying, you know what? Piss off, Trudeau. You suck. The little girl with asthma saying, yes, because I of can you, breathe I again. can breathe again. Yep. Oh, oh, absolutely. Man. That was that was a tearjerker. Yeah, what? And uh, to see those kids just doing it, I mean, they were doing it. Yeah. Whether un mom, un mom and dad I weren't mean, standing right behind them either, no. folks. American kids could 
learning something from that. Right. But anyway, the lawyer came out and he was on the news. Uh, of course, he got the news. Um, I, I loved love listening to this too because I heard this one too. Yeah, Rebel News is doing a kick-ass job covering this convoy they really in Canada. Are. So I kind of wish we went up anyway, but even though I know we wouldn't get in, but we could sit there at the border and kind of videotape. Yeah. Chad, can you just give us the update? What just happened here and what's happening now? So the police have essentially shut down all negotiations, period. They've indicated that they've got marching orders essentially to reopen the highway. Um, they're not going to discuss anything further with the protesters. They've indicated that those who uh, leave now uh, are free to do so. Uh, those who remain behind run the risk of being arrested. There's various pieces of legislation and charges um, that they can essentially lay against people that remain. They've indicated that they're going to seize equipment and they've indicated that they're going to reopen the highway. So we provided uh, the standard uh, uh, legal charter advice for folks and we're going to see how this plays out. But. <clears throat> We've really tried to stress uh, everyone to uh, kind of remain calm, remain peaceful, uh, no matter what happens, but things are pretty tense. And uh, quickly, they haven't alluded to consequences for the people who do decide to leave now, but is that still a uh, potential? It, it's a potential. They, they've said that they, they won't charge people, but again, uh, if someone's committed an infraction, technically they can still uh, they can still uh, arrest people. Okay, thank you for your time, and that's truckerlawyer.ca to help these guys fight this legal fight. And again, uh, wow, I just blown and away. I go back to, okay, so they, they say they're going to arrest the truckers and seize the trucks. Who's going to move the trucks? Well, they tried that, remember? Because all the tow right truck after companies that, have right, COVID. Right after that, they, that's when they made the phone call. They made yep. the phone call immediately following that. The RCP, the Regimented Mounted Police, whatever the fuck they call it. Royal themselves. Canadian Police. Whatever. Um, those dumbasses went and called tow trucks and the tow truck people that those there's a specific truck because you just can't pick up those trucks with a normal tow truck yeah you need a rig tower and it's a big ass it's twice as big as the fucking rigs that it's towing most of them are anyway you see it on ice road truckers all the time watch that show all the time another good one really makes me giggle all the time when i see what those crazy bastards do up there but <clears throat> that's what was going on they went and called those guys and every single one of them said Sorry, no, we've sorry. got COVID. All our drivers got COVID. We <laughs> yeah. we can't help you. Yeah, and, we're, and we're among like, the ninety percent vaccinated, and we all have COVID. I, I was like, wow. See, this is standing your moral ground. When you have moral high ground, it's like a battle, folks. When you have high ground, you hold your high ground, and you just rain down shit from above. And that's exactly what they're doing. They're the royal high. The they've got the moral high ground in this argument. They're gonna win this argument. They're still in place, from what I understand. Nothing's changed. They haven't moved. Um, they didn't like all of a sudden break down and drive away because they were scared of the royal mounted police. They weren't scared of any of that shit. Um, nothing that they, has happened right now has scared any part of this. This hasn't changed anything. They are still there. They're holding Ottawa strong, um, and the people in Ottawa. Are coming out and helping them they're actually bringing food to them they're actually bringing them stuff saying hey we're here to help you are fighting for us we understand what's going on um they hate trudeau 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 still hiding in america yeah um he's yeah. got another thing coming to he's him if, probably if he in thinks, biden's basement if he thinks this is going to end well for him he's got another thing coming and i think jay and every canadian out there can agree with me on this one if if, if he thinks this is going to end well for him he's wrong he's way wrong but i it does spawn another question it was a question actually brought up uh i i don't remember the podcast i heard this in but what type of powers does the queen have in 
Canada. You know, that's a we we've actually talked about because this before. There is a Canadian queen and she has powers. There's I, a Canadian queen? Yeah, well, most certainly is. Who did you think the queen I was referring to? Not fucking the Queen of England. Yeah, it's the Queen of England. We've had this discussion before on this podcast and we looked it up. There is not a Canadian queen, there is the Queen of England. There is a Let's look it up again because we've done this before. We did this almost a year ago because you know I remember everything. There is not a Canadian queen. Hold on a second. Jay just posted something. Stand by. Totally wrong. Along the way, the convoy, I couldn't believe the amount of people standing on the road. We were, we are four hours late, minus 30, and there's still thousands and thousands of people. Yep, uh, that's what I thought. I heard the same thing. I heard there's still more people up there. Nothing's changed. It's gone nowhere. Um, Okay. Yep. So again, I'm right. The monarchy of Canada is an institution which person serves, blah, 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 blah. Uh, The queen of Canada has been Elizabeth II since the 6th of February, 1952. Okay. So Elizabeth, that's... She is also the queen of England. Okay. So my question is this, right? The queen of England has gotten rid of, um, has gotten rid of all mandates in the country of England, in Great Britain. They've gotten rid of all mandates. Why hasn't that happened in Canada yet? Um, Well, apparently the queen is the only member of the royal family with any constitutional role in Canada. And I'd say it's because she is a demon or maybe she's dead. Well, I'm just saying because England just got rid of all of their shit. They just canceled everything. There's no more mass mandates. There's nothing. England's wide open. But that was on Boris Johnson. The queen is really, I mean, the queen is a little more than a figurehead in both England and Canada as far as like constitution and law goes, right? So yeah, so um, yeah, exactly. She likes still at our children. Yes. See, I knew she meant, and and I said it right. She likes stealing our children. That's that. Yeah, right. That's maybe she's not dead. Maybe she's uh, trying to stock up on her dream account. Um, But the queen, although the queen has a lot of power around the world, it's not the power that that you think as far as actually running England and Canada, because that's what the prime ministers are for. The queen runs. Well, I, 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 I still don't give a shit. My point is, is why is England being run one way? Why is Canada being run a separate way? And neither one seemed to be matching up on either side. And why aren't we matching them? Because this doesn't make any sense to me. The three free countries of the world um, are really not doing shit to show the rest of the world how free we really are. And this is the scary part because this is still happening here. We have the same problem here. Why haven't we stood up? Why are we still letting this happen? What the fuck is going on, America, that we're the ones that are watching the Canadians do it? I don't want to watch the Canadians do it. I want to watch fucking Red Blood. Oh, wait, we did do that. January 6th, we did that. I I saw- And what happened? Oh, we were all deemed terrorists. Domestic terrorists. And- We've been uh, demonized. White supremacists. Yeah. White supremacists, because we have to be white supremacists. That is the, that's the tip of the spear right there. We have to be white supremacists. So- um, do you think do you think there will be another group that rises up like what happened on January 6th? Okay, so I I saw a poll today and it rated the countries most likely to rise up for freedom. You know who the number 1 country was? Canada? Finland. What? 
The Finns, yes! The Finns walk out of everything backwards and say they're leaving. The, the, it, Finland was the number one country uh, anticipated to rise up for, free, for, free, for freedom. Can you speak? No. No. And uh, the last country on that list, the one least likely to rise up for freedom? Us. The Netherlands. Oh, okay. Which I can kind of see. What do you want, Kat? Shut up, Kat. <laughs> don't, can't, don't count Canada out. Yeah, I agree. I, yeah, I'm, we're not. We're, we're not, not canning Canada. I, trust out me, I'm looking up. I'm looking up to him right now. For I'm the asking, first time ever, we're looking up to Canada yeah, in more I, than a physical way. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> so uh, I mean, it, it just continues, folks, and it gets worse and worse and worse. And how does it get worse and worse and worse? Well, the pressure campaign on Spotify to remove Joe Rogan reveals that the religion, the religion of the liberals, which is censorship, which we all know is censorship. It's been censorship. Um, oh, look at that! Two pussies in one seat. <laughs> Well, she obviously wanted to make an appearance, so she did. She, she wants to be on the on the show. She's like, "Oh, look at me!" This is our not stray cat. So she showed up at our house, our old house, like two years ago, and decided to move in on our porch. And um, then one day, she decided to make friends, and uh, now she's officially our cat. And she moved with us when we moved. So say hi, Smokey. And yeah. she's very fat. This is the fattest not stray cat you've ever seen. Yeah. So. Well, <laughs> either it. way, get off the table. The. Cat. Uh, and no, I, I know, I know, Janet. They're 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 planning a. a the truckers are organizing here for a trip from Cali to DC in March. I know that. We'll be. The, we'll, um, we I'm will actually, go to that. I'm one. actually planning on attending that yep, one. But most definitely, I got to tell you on this one though, I don't see that one. What are they going to do? Yeah, we're January six all over again. I mean, because we're going to go into DC and do what? Sit there like the truckers in Canada. They're going to demonize us just the way. Yeah. The way they. They're going to call us racists, white supremacists. I mean, we're going to take it again on the chin. I mean, I don't care. I'll take it on the chin again. Yeah. I'm fine with that. But uh, this time, it's going to be probably a whole lot different. And I could definitely see that one going violent. And that's a definite. That's a definite possibility on that one. But no, nonetheless. Okay. So Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan. Joe. Joe uh, people are calling for Joe Rogan to run for president. Well, no, I'm not. No. I'm going to be you. the first one to scream at him. I'm yeah. gonna be the first one to tell him stop being such a fucking pussy, Joe. I thought you were some hard ass fucking MMA oh, fucking super guy. Oh, did you listen guy. to his apology? Oh, I most certainly okay. did. That motherfucker pissed it me like off. He was gonna cry. When he fucking did that, I was like, "You fucking pussy, yep. you little bitch, you are fucking kowtowing to these fucking homos, and you're letting them fucking ass rape. You just bent over. It's, it's a bohica all over again, folks. <laughs> bohica is just an acronym. Bend over, here it comes again. That's all it is. And he is kowtowing now because he might have lost about that much of his audience. That much out of this much of his audience made him cry. I, I don't understand why. Fuck you, Joe. Joe, you now lost me because I thought you were a man standing on moral virtue, principles. I thought you were a person who had a set of nuts that was willing to tell people to go eat a bag of dicks. And instead, now you're sucking on a gigantic schlong that fucking Biden's swinging from the table. Okay, well, let's listen to him. All right, well, listen to him. Fucking pussy boy. I think there's a lot of people that have a distorted perception of what I do, maybe based on sound bites or based on headlines of articles that are disparaging. Um, the podcast has been accused of spreading dangerous misinformation, specifically about two episodes, a little bit about some other ones, but specifically about two, one with uh, Dr. Peter McCullough and one with Dr. Robert Malone. Dr. Peter McCullough is a cardiologist and he is the most published physician in his field in history. 
Dr. Robert Malone owns nine patents on the creation of mRNA vaccine technology and is at least partially responsible for the creation of the technology that led to mRNA vaccines. Both these people are very highly credentialed, very intelligent, very accomplished people, and they have an opinion that's different from the mainstream narrative. I wanted to hear what their opinion is. I had them on, and because of that, those episodes in particular, uh, they, those episodes were labeled as being dangerous. They had dangerous misinformation in them. The problem I have with the term misinformation, especially today, is that many of the things that we thought of as misinformation just a short while ago are now accepted as fact. Like, for instance, eight months ago, if you said, if you get vaccinated, you can still catch COVID and you can still spread COVID, you would be removed from social media. They would, they would ban you from certain platforms. Now, that's accepted as fact. If you said, I don't think cloth masks work, you would be banned from social media. Now, that's openly and repeatedly stated on CNN. If you said, I think it's possible that COVID-19 came from a lab, you'd be banned from many social media platforms. Now, that's on the cover of Newsweek. All of those theories that at one point in time were banned were openly discussed by those two men that I had on my podcast that have been accused of dangerous misinformation. I do not know if they're right. I don't know because I'm not a doctor. I'm not a scientist. I'm just a person who sits down and talks to people and has conversations with them. Do I get things wrong? Absolutely. I get things wrong, but I try to correct them. Whenever I get something wrong, I try to correct it because I'm interested in telling the truth. I think there's a lot. Of and again, uh, folks, I, I, I can't even. He gave up. He's a huge pussy. I d all right. So I didn't take that that way. I did. I completely did. I gotcha. But I have a different opinion. You, didn't, you, don't, you don't have the end of it where he says, if you think what I gave was misinformation, I apologize. Oh, yeah. I missed that. Yeah. There's a whole other part to that where he said at the end, uh, well, if you if you, the information gotcha. I put out and because I had those two people on, I apologize. That was not my intent. My intent was to spread their information so that more people would understand what people are hearing out here. I don't think it's, you know, he went into a whole spiel about how he doesn't think it's um, misinformation, but you have to understand these people were gunning for him. Yeah. Oh yeah. Joe Rogan had a fucking target painted on his back because he brought on Dr. Peter McCullough. He brought on Dr. Malone. He brought on these people. Yeah. And, like Alex Berenson and, but he's always brought on both sides. He yeah. brought on fucking, uh, what's his name? Sing. Uh, no, this, Sanjay this Gupta. Baggage, well, Sanjay Gupta, he yeah. brought on um, that guy. Who's that guy? Uh, Bernie Sanders. He brought on oh. Bernie Sanders and talked to Bernie Sanders about how crazy he is. I, I He came out and then he fucking apologized. Why did you apologize, Joe? You don't have to apologize. You're doing the right thing. Stand on your fucking moral principle for a second. Pretend you have a set of balls. Don't fucking stand there and go, oh, well, I brought them on, so I've got to apologize because I lost this much of my viewers. Fuck your viewers. It's not about that, dude. You're getting the information out. You're doing the right thing. You're telling people what they're saying is wrong. And then you go fucking apologize for but it? But he's not telling people that what they're saying is wrong he's he's presenting he was presenting both sides of the argument i'm with you he should never have apologized for that because he wasn't saying you know this person's right and this person's wrong he's saying this person says this 
but this person says this, and this person is a little more qualified and knows a little bit more. So I trust him over him. He never called one person out wrong or right is what I'm saying. This though, you're right. If he apologized or when he apologized, which unfortunately I missed, then um, yeah, that is absolutely wrong. He should never apologize for talking to people. Well, there is a great story. And uh, Glenn Greenwald did a story on January 29th in, uh, <clears throat> yeah, uh, yeah, it's a green, it's a Greenwald substack. It's a long article. I'm not going to read the whole damn thing, but the last paragraph, he said, in, in some censorship once provided by the American right during the heyday of the moral majority in the 1980s now occurs in isolated instances in, in that faction. In modern day American liberalism, however, censorship is a virtual religion. They simply cannot abide by the idea of anyone who thinks differently or sees the world differently than they, than they should or should be heard. That is why there's so much more at stake in this campaign to have Rogan removed from Spotify and whether to extremely popular podcast host will continue to be heard there or on another platform. If liberals succeed in pressuring Spotify to abandon their most valuable commodity, it will mean that nobody is safe from their petty tyrant tactics. But if they fail, it can embolden other platforms to similar, similarly defy these bullying tactics and keep our discourse a bit more free just a while longer. And I, I can't disagree with that. Now, but and Spotify is treading a thin line too, because they put a, they, they put a disclaimer on those two episodes. They put like a COVID misinformation disclaimer on those two episodes. On the other hand, when Neil Young sent them that letter saying, if you don't remove Joe Rogan, I'm going to pull my music. And then he pulled that letter back. Spotify went ahead and started removing his music. Yeah, well, I mean, so I, I, I just have they're, a real they're playing issue. Both sides of the fence. I just, I have a. That's they're fine. All playing both sides of the fence. That's fine. It's not fine because now is the no, time to choose a side. No, they're they're a business. They're a business. Their 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 goal is to make money. I get it. I got that part. I understand that. Whatever. But Joe Rogan is not. Joe Rogan is a label. Joe Rogan is become a red pill label for a lot of people because he does carry such a vast audience with yeah. him. Um, and now, now he fucking apologizes. This is the one time, dude, this is stick to your guns. You, you hold it. You've been punching him in the face. You've been dodging kicks. You've been dodging swipes all fucking month long. Let it go. Who is that actor that apologized for, not even an actor, fucking a WWE fighter who pretends to act sometimes, who apologized for um, to the CCP for calling Taiwan a country? Remember that? We played that and it looked like he got the shit beat out of him. Oh, John Cena. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of who this, that's kind of what this reminds kinda me remind of. Kind of remind me of that too. Yeah. Yep. And yep. Joe Rogan's not a small dude. He's a pretty big dude. I mean, yeah. I guarantee he beat my ass, but whatever. I don't give a shit. I don't fucking fight like that. So you can try if you want. You're just going to die tired because I guarantee you can't run <laughs> 2,283 feet per second, motherfucker. And I've got a bullet that flies that fast. So he better run. Start running now because I'll let it catch up to you. But either way. So Janet said he was probably told by Spotify to apologize since he's under a huge contract. And, and that may be, but does does Joe Rogan need Spotify or does Spotify need Joe Rogan? Because quite honestly, I think it's the other think way around. I think Spotify needs Joe Rogan. Yeah, I think Spotify he, needs Joe Rogan. I mean, he is their he's their driving force. Like they've become as big as they have purely because of Joe Rogan. Yeah, because Joe Rogan but, didn't go to Apple Podcasts. No, he didn't go to anything else. No, he went to Spotify. But if, exclusively. if they kicked Joe Rogan, A, they'd still have to pay out his contract yep. and he would just take his 
11 million average viewers yep. per show and go to a different platform or multiple platforms. In one show, he gets 11 million And that's, on a, that's like a small show, right? Yeah. The, the, these shows, the, the McCulloch and the Malone, oh, that, Jesus, those they had easy. like 30 to 50 million yeah, downloads. Views. I yep. mean, that's insane, right? But he would just take all that, his whole audience, and he would just go somewhere else. And I... I don't know if he if he came to Spotify because Spotify told him that he had to apologize. That's even worse. Also, that came out in PJ Media. Uh, Rogan vindicated ivermectin shows antiviral effect against Omicron, according to a new Japanese study. That's a pretty big deal because the Japanese have been rolling with uh, ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine and uh, the. Uh, what? Budesonine? No, the. Um, well, that, too, they've been using budesonine, but uh, the. Uh, antivirals the uh, uh monoclonal, monoclonal yeah monoclonal antibodies yeah and all of this shit is just adding up folks it's just it's getting out there again you know japan's really been lead if there's a country i probably would like to go visit probably be japan they're very open they're very free and let me tell you something about them too uh they believe in ivermectin they believe in hydroxychloroquine they got rid of the jab the day they realized it was bad for the people, they just took it and threw it in the ocean. So yeah, they have been giving people that come in who have COVID, ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine, azithromycin, monoclonal antibodies, the z pack They've been going through the whole route and they have barely any COVID cases in Japan right now. Go look it up. They're very low on the totem pole in COVID cases. Matter of fact, they don't even rate very high for people being infected by COVID. It's ridiculous. But it's in Japan. I mean, holy shit. The Japanese can do it. Why can't we? Well, and so that, that study came out of uh, a Japanese lab, a, a, a level three, phase three trial of yep. ivermectin, right? Um, and, and the Japanese are excellent scientists. They they definitely outrank us. Are you trying to be racist? No. Um I'm saying the saying Japanese the are Japanese people are really smart. Yes. Okay. They I'm are. Just wondering. I'm I'm not being because racist. I'm being to, honest. Like one of the biggest Supreme Court cases is about to happen right now in our time concerning defer uh not defamation, but um uh yeah. Anyway, uh where they're uh it's Harvard and Yale that are getting sued uh, because of their treatment of Asian kids as minorities. Oh, yeah. yeah that's going on. That's yeah. about to start here, yeah. like in the next week. And that's going to be heard in front of the Supreme Court in the next week. And that is happening. Like, that's huge. Yeah. That yeah. changes a whole lot of things. If they fucking, if they lose that case or they win that case, I should say, if the people who are suing the plaintiffs that are suing that are saying, Hey, look, no, Harvard can't do this. This is. Yeah. Uh, they, so what happened is they, they limited the number of students of um, Asian students. Basically they, they grouped them in with minorities and they only took the allotted number of minorities, regardless of the fact that a lot of these kids did better. Uh, their grades were a lot better than other kids that were led into Harvard. Of and other yeah. minorities. Yeah. So, so basically they're like, so no, they just, Again, we're back to equity versus equality. Quality. That's Correct. exactly what it is. So, okay, but going back to this uh, this story about the Japanese lab origin or the Japanese um, ivermectin study, uh, Newsweek, good old Newsweek, which it wouldn't let me print this, so I'm reading off my phone, which sucks, but uh, news agency Reuters has corrected a report incorrectly stating that the anti-parasitic drug ivermectin was shown to be effective as an antiviral against the Omicron variant in phase three clinical trials, which fueled false claims that it should be used to treat COVID-19. 
Ivermectin has been touted as a COVID-19 treatment despite a lack of clinical evidence to back this up. Okay. Um, this drug is not approved by the U.S. Food and Drug Administration for use in humans to treat COVID-19. That's actually not true because it is actually on, uh, it's on the CDC's list of protocols for treatment of COVID. Um, and Reuters didn't have anything to back this up. They they literally just said, uh, this is wrong. Well, also, if you're yeah. going to do this, then let Reuters just said, nope, they were, they're wrong. Experts, experts say. Yeah. They're wrong. What, what, what experts? They, they don't have any. No, they don't because they're wrong. Yeah. Right. So anyway, um, they're just trying to spin the narrative because if they actually admit that ivermectin does work, what happens? Well, then a whole lot of people that sued because doctors wouldn't give ivermectin. Now they win. Um, there's a whole lot of things that happen. With Changes a lot of outcomes. Some criminal yeah. potential uh, I, there too. Mm, uh, uh, one of them being this murder and attempted right murder. Yeah, actually, uh, Thomas Renz. We played a clip in the last podcast of Thomas Renz on uh, Bannon's War Room. But just before that, and uh, I saw this part of the clip this morning, um, Thomas Renz basically said, he was like, no, uh, they are, they are, criminally liable for attempted murder and murder. And Thomas Renz is going after him. Well, actually, Thomas so. Thomas Renz, who went, we had him on. We yeah. had him on our show. Yeah. Uh, we brought him on, we talked to him. And uh, I had told him about some of the work I had done to uncover some of the emails. And he'd asked me for some of the work I did, just showing him where I found stuff. And uh, especially the 23andMe, that was huge. Yeah. Uh, the 23andMe, the Human Genome Project, and the other two. Ancestry.com. Ancestry.com. Yep. About where that was getting shipped over and how I knew that. And because he was like, how did you find that out? How did you figure that out? And then I said, oh, it's all in Fauci's emails. Yeah. And he said, where? And I, so I sent him the dates and times where I, and I sent him screen captures of the ones that I had. Plus another one that just, amazingly just slipped out in the news because the Epic Times just reported it just mm. the, just today that Fauci knew about the virus lab origin from the secret teleconference published an alternate narrative, Jeff Carlson and Hans Mackey report. Uh, wow, wait a minute. Um, we had this conversation back in April, May, June, somewhere in there, right about yeah, where April. I had the whiteboard. Yeah, Everybody remember the whiteboard, the, whiteboard? Yep. the whiteboard that laid out all the emails and like I went through and tracked where everybody knew about what, when. Yep. And there was a weird email that was all blacked out in one spot, but on the top, it had a weird subheader that I kind of, I glanced at and then I read the initial paragraph that was not blacked out. And it talked about a lab leak origin possibility. Mm. And, uh, oh, it was from the then NIH director to then Collins. Dr. Anthony Fauci. And Dr. Anthony Fauci said, well, we're gonna have to figure out another narrative of where that may have come. But Dr. Anthony Fauci was told in a secret teleconference that the CCP virus had likely leaked from a laboratory in China, yet still provided pushed an alternative narrative that it had originally uh, originated in nature, new evidence allegedly shows. Redacted emails that were recently made public suggest that Fauci, the director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, indicated that efforts to cover up the evidence pointing to the laboratory leak in the origin of the CCP virus, which causes COVID-19. Evidence now suggests that Fauci was actively shaped, shaped and highly influenced 
influential in an academic paper first published on February 16th, 2020. Yep, you had the that The email one that I replied to, or the email that I was talking about was magically sent on February 12th, 2020. Yep. And I said, hmm, hmm. that's odd. But before later being printed, in a prominent science journal that nature, which excluded such a possibility, the article titled The Proximal Origin of SARS-CoV-2, which was co-authored by five virologists, four of whom joined Fauci in February 1st teleconference. During the phone call, the la um, at least three of the authors of the paper said there was a 60-80% sure that the CCP virus or originated from a lab, something that they had already reiterated in emails following the same call. Hmm. hmm. Well, um, you know, when I listened to that podcast with uh, the this afternoon, the Catholic podcast, yep, with Dr. Mark McDonald, and then when that was over, I started listening to Dr. Mark McDonald's podcast with Lee Merritt, and uh, and it was really interesting um, because Lee Merritt pointed out that. This SARS-CoV-2 was developed as a bioweapon, right? That's that's the bioweapon. So therefore, the vaccine is also a bioweapon because it takes the spike protein. In fact, you know, they just approved Moderna's. Yep. Right? It's called SpikeVax. Hmm. Okay. So, and they tell you this. I mean, they're, they, this is one of the only things they're upfront about. I mean, they don't tell you that the spike protein is the most lethal, toxic part of covid Right, and that's what they developed this quote-unquote vaccine off of. Um, but the vaccine is just as much, if not more, of a bioweapon than COVID in the first place. Uh, one came off of the other. You know, so we, we give God praise and we just thank God. Yeah, that people are getting well. It's only eternity that will be able to see all the people that we touched. So I tell everybody, please don't wait till you get sick. Don't wait till you can't breathe. Everybody needs to have hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin in their medicine cabinet. Get it. Go on our website, drstellarmd.com. Use promo code DEFIANT. You get 5% off. If you don't get it, if you wait till you get sick, by the time we mail it to you, it might be two or three days and you'll be going through serious panic. People have ended up in the hospital because they didn't know this information. Share the information with everybody you know. Give them the promo code DEFIANT. It doesn't matter. Even they don't watch this show. So that they can get this thing Keep it in their medicine cabinet. We don't know what else is going to happen. The last time I heard there was a fluoro, they had fluorona, they had delta cron, they had omni delta. I don't know. They, it looks like they just cook up something at Davos and then create some name and throw it out there and start harassing us. So just make sure whether it's fluorocron, delta cron, or whatever, or omnicron, they are all sensitive to hydroxychloroquine and isomectin. Here is the part, here is the thing, right? There are some doctors that are hydroxychloroquine only. There are some other doctors that are ivermectin only. only. Yep. There are other ones that are destinite only. That's not what we do. When we get somebody gets sick, we have a whole cocktail. We give them hydroxychloroquine, ivermectin, budesonide. We give them uh, a Z pack. We give them baby aspirin to stop them from getting blood clots. We give them a steroid to stop the inflammation. We give them so you know something. So it's a whole cocktail. It's not one medicine. And People I always tell me, well, I got sick, and what do I do? What should I increase my dose? I said no. Go back to the website, sign up as a, a repeat patient and get treated properly. So the other interesting thing, you know how we talked about um, 
initially Pfizer wanted 75 years to release all yep, their data, all the documents right? And, data. And, and a judge said, absolutely not. You have to, you have eight months basically. To and get they it were all out there. They were supposed to release another hundred and, all right, they're supposed to release 12,000 pages of documents by January 31st. Yep. Okay. And an additional 55,000 thousand pages per month that thereafter yep until all 400,000 pages have, let were, me guess. were released let me guess they haven't done it oh no uh, there was a problem with their so, printer so uh they in a in a memorandum submitted to the court um so Pfizer claims to support the disclosure of the documents but asked to intervene in the case to ensure that information exempt from disclosure will not be disclosed inappropriately Okay, so in their in their memorandum, they said uh, seeks leave to intervene in this action for the limited purpose of ensuring that information exempt from disclosure under FOIA is adequately protected as FDA complies with this court's order. Attorneys for Pfizer also claimed while it was not asking the court to reconsider the January 6th order, it would consider challenging the order at an unspecified later date, telling the court Pfizer does not presently intend to move the court to reconsider its January 6, 2022 order, but Pfizer is not in a position at this time to waive its ability to do so if circumstances change such that there is good cause at a later time to do so. So wait a minute, are they now defying the court's order? That is my first question. Well, they have, they've basically- Because they, they, what you just said, there's mm -hmm. no legal precedent that what you just stated. There's no precedent there that says that they have a legal justification to defy the court's order. Well, not um, that I think they care about the court's order, but so the FDA support Pfizer's motion also requested an extension. Okay. Um, so the FDA now insists it must delay its first 55,000 page production until May 1st. Okay. So we're right there. Stop, stop. Mm -hmm. Okay. So hold on a second. There's one more time. You have not given me, you haven't cited one legal precedent that states that why they don't have to follow the court's order. A. Yep. B. They are now in contempt of court. Well, the judge didn't agree. Awesome. Yep. Awesome. So now they're in contempt of court. Yep. So now the judge should be fucking seeking to throw they're, people in jail. Uh, well, no, no, no. I mean, the judge didn't, didn't agree with you that the judge, I believe, granted their, their stay. Yeah. Are you fucking, there was not one legal precedent cited there. They don't care about that. The judge obviously did because he was the one the that fucking made judge, the order. This is a different judge. This they, can't, they can't go in front of a different judge. They have to go in front of the same judge that made the order. That's why the order's there. You can't do that. That's how the courts work. Let's see. Um, yeah. I, I. Well, they haven't released it yet. I think the judge is uh, considering the, the the request to stay because um, they've they've not well, uh, determined. I, okay. So so as let me yet. So let me go ahead and put this out. Then fine, that good. I don't yep. give a shit. I don't yep. care what the fuck they say. But yep. I'm going to say this to the judge. Hold on to your balls. You, once again, you have the moral high ground. You can take your schlong and beat the shit out of them from down below. This is what you can do. This is what your power is. This is why you've been entrusted to run your office the way you run your office. You found that their first case was such bullshit that you said, no, 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 not in that 60, 75 years. No, 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 that shit don't play. You're going to have it out in less than a fucking year. And you're going to release this many documents at this amount of time. If they do not meet it at that point, you can hold them in contempt of court. That is well within your judgely power. Do it. Do it. Hold these cocksuckers feet to the fire. That's what we have to do. We cannot let these guys get off. This cannot happen. So uh, according to the Gateway Pundit, 
the Trade Secrets Act, that's what they're using as their legal precedent. That's not being, legal precedent. Is being misinterpreted by the FDA and Pfizer, okay? Uh, that is not legal precedent. The protections provided under that law allow for an owner of a trade secret to sue in federal court when its trade secrets have been misappropriated and does not even imply that a company could intervene in public records requests through the FOIA. Right. That doesn't apply um, to this. So, what the FDA argument is the FDA attests that over the coming weeks, it will have 28 and a half full time people. How do you have a half a person? I don't know. All right. Reviewing the documents, well, working, I mean, working seven and a half may, hours per maybe day. Maybe he looks like Bob. Maybe he doesn't have any arms or legs and he floats in the water and they call him Bob. Child labor, maybe. Possibly. Okay. All right. So working seven and a half hours a day for 20 business days per month, 28 and a half people reviewing 50 pages per hour can review a total of approximately 213,750 pages per month. The FDA affirms it has already allocated the equivalent of nearly 11 full-time staff to this project and that a review speed of 50 documents per hour is within the normal range for the document reviewer in a complex matter. Basically, they want to go through and redact everything important that could get them in trouble before they release it exactly. to the public. Exactly. That's why the judge needs to step in That's here exactly and grab what his is. nuts yep. and start stamping people's foreheads with it. Yep. So they're still trying to cover it up. So that's, uh, that's really what it comes down to. This gets us to, and the Pope is helping them. Yes. This gets us to the Pope. Uh, this is understand folks. I am not here to bash the Catholic church, Catholic religion. I am a Catholic after all. However, what the Pope is doing right now is absolutely fucking ridiculous. I'm sitting here um, almost shaking with anger because of this, well, you never liked him anyway. Demonic being, because what he's doing is all crap. Um, Dude, he even looks like a demon in that picture. This is, I mean, we went from Pope John Paul to this guy. And John Paul, you know, for all of his faults, he still defeated communism. This guy's opening the door saying, come in communism. That's exactly what he's doing. Uh, Pope, Fran Pope Francis encouraged tax collectors on Monday to keep working and redistrib redistribute wealth and fund social services that help the poor, saying that their efforts guarantee uh, a guarantee of equality and helps the common good. Hmm. What? Uh, when did he Didn't Jesus flip the incredibly heavy tables of the the, the money changers? Yeah. Didn't he come out against? In fact, didn't didn't he convert tax collectors and um, to yeah. to him? Yeah, and, yeah. and yet this demonic pope thinks he knows better than Jesus. Well, I just want to know when his his position became political. Last time I checked, he was in charge of a religion. He wasn't in charge, and he's not even really in charge the of the Catholic religion. Church. Has always been political. They but have always no, dipped no. their fingers in every political pie they could. No. From the beginning of time. Nope, 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 nope. They haven't. They've had a very strict rule about that, matter of fact, but you didn't speak out about it. You didn't say you could be political, but you never said anything sitting on the chair. You never sit, said anything wearing the hat. You didn't do anything with your official title or your official anything. But this guy has come out about vaccines. He's come out about how uh, we should get the vaccines, how we should do it for the common good, how we should do it for all mankind. Um, now he's talking about taxes and redistribution of wealth for the homeless. What happened to work for a living, um, social issues. That's where his messages should be pointed at, not at like, hey, what Supp happened supporting to- Supporting the nuclear family. You know, teach a man to fish and he eats for the rest of his life. Give a man a fish, he doesn't eat. 
You know, he eats once and that's it. And this is where the problem is. He is, no, and Janet, you're absolutely right. I'm not arguing with you. I'm, I'm not, you don't even hear me arguing with you about this. I do believe he's a fucking false prophet. I do believe he's trying to be the golden calf. I completely agree. I'm a Catholic. I completely agree. This is something that I've known my whole entire life. This is something I believed in my whole entire life. Jesus is my savior. I completely believe that. I believe all of that. But to hear what this guy is saying uh, and be a Catholic at the same time and say, I don't have a problem with it. Well, what did you expect from the man who sits on both the, uh, as both the black Pope and the white Pope at the same time, the first one to ever do that? I mean, he criticized social media for allowing misinforma misinformation to spread. Uh, he came out against Joe Rogan too? Yeah. <laughs> yes, he did. He did. <laughs> He's tired of censorship and cancel culture and the erosion of evil liberties. He's tired of censorship and cancel culture, but he wants to cancel misinformation. Po Pope Francis said, aside from the pandemic, if there's an online infodemic spreading, he said, that's the problem. Pope Francis made his remarks on Friday while addressing the Catholic communicators at the Vatican. He said that he appreciated their efforts in revealing fake news or partial misleading information about COVID-19 and their vaccines. Why is he pushing something that we already know is testable? Because he's a demon and he understands that the COVID vaccine disconnects you from God at the genetic level. And that is truly his purpose. We can he is hardly- trying to pull people away from God. That doesn't make any sense to me. Why would, why would a Pope be doing that? I mean, as a Catholic, I'm trying to figure out why a Pope would be doing that. But because he's we not can a hardly, true Pope. We can hardly fail to see these days, in addition to the pandemic and infodemic, is spreading a distortion of reality based on fear, which is a global security uh, society leads to an explosion of commentary on falsified, if not invented news. He said, referencing those with doubts about the efficiency of the long-term efforts and effects of the vaccine. The pontiff added, contributing often unwillingly to this climate of sheer volume of allegedly scientific information, comments and opinions, which ends up causing confusion by the reader or the listener. Dude, shut your fucking mouth. Sit back at your unholy ass back in your unholy fucking chair. Shut the fuck up. Under your snakes. Become a fucking real Catholic, do your job and lead your people. Don't sit there and fucking try and tell us what the fuck is going on. This is bullshit. Okay. Um, You're just a man. You are not a God. You weren't elected by God to be the Pope. You were elected by men to be a man. That is it. You are not a God. Stop thinking for one second that you have angelic wings and you walk around with some fucking aura around your junk because that's not the way any of this works. You are a fucking man, still fallible, still capable of failing. And guess what? You have failed huge on this one. And the fact that you continue to lead the Catholic church this way makes me question my own belief in Catholicism right now. If I knew that the church didn't, if, if I didn't have my understanding of what the Catholic church was and that it's not about you, we have nothing to do with you. You are one man that sits on a fucking throne in Italy. You have nothing to do with anything that happens here in the United States with the Catholic church. I do not support anything you say. However, I do support my local church and I will support my local church. Maybe not the current one we're at, but yeah, that's... you don't like all the singing. Although I did like the, the message from the priest more than the one from our old church. Cause our old church, I walked, but out now I know where that, now I know where that comes from. That, now. Exactly. Now we that know where came that comes directly from. from. Yeah. He's, he's it, leading the people off the cliff. Dipshit. You're absolutely right, Janet. And, uh, but we, we had a traveling priest, um, a 
Benedictine priest? Yeah. Yeah. Come to our church last, our new church last weekend. And I was very impressed because he, he started calling out, basically he said a lot of the same things that I say all the time. Yep. It doesn't matter if you're, or you're black or white or what your religion is or what your sexuality is, or if you're vaccinated or unvaccinated, we are all one. These are the things that they are using to try and divide us. We need to come together as one people. That's the only way that we're going to win. That's what the priest said in church last weekend. And I was, I was very impressed. Mick didn't like all the singing. They sang. no, I liked what that guy had to say though. Yes, but I really did. But everyone else, like the other, the regular priest, um, sings everything, literally everything, everything, and it drove Mick nuts. Absolutely bonkers. So, um, but some something you said there uh, in your rant about the fake Pope Prance, um, the the Nope Pope Prances. Yeah, the um, dope Nope Pope. Yeah, the the Nope Pope Prances. Um, <laughs> Prances. I like how you say that. <laughs> Sexy. I, uh, you might get some tonight. It'd be, that'd, that'd be a first in a while. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it makes me question his lineage. I wonder where he comes from. I wonder about his bloodline. I wonder if he was installed the way... I, I wonder if he's related to, uh, you know, the, the rest of them. I... Uh, anyone want to want to do some research on that? I'll dig into it too. But I think that that could be really that could be really interesting. People, uh, I don't know about that. I, we'd have to fucking uh, that'd be a tough one to find out. I Not mean, really. Yeah, it would. They don't do a lineage tree that's just all of a sudden handed out to every Catholic that walks around. I mean, we don't get a secret book. Yeah, unlike but we what got you some think. Awesome digital warriors. We do. And we do. No, we do. We got the wolf pack. You know, wolf pack. And... Shout out to the wolf pack. You know, um, but I, I, I just, I think that'd be really interesting. To I, I, I don't know. Makes makes me think he's a, he's a, a demon bloodline. Anyway, possibility there. Yep. Okay. So I haven't seen him slither yet. So. So tell me, how many times have you thought that, you know, you wanted to make clothes or buy clothes that you wanted to feel good about wearing? You know, it's really disturbing these days going shopping because there's constantly in the back of my head, is is this company, you know, contributing to the deep state? Is this one supporting the evil in our world? I don't know who to buy from anymore. So we went ahead because we told you a long time ago that we were going to bring only companies that we thought were patriot oriented, believe the same thing we believed, push the same values that we push. And uh, we found uh, we found a bunch. And one of the ones, our first ever sponsor was Cultural Life 1972. Cultural Life 1972 supports the culture of life, not a culture of death, folks. So uh, they are completely, um, they're against abortion and uh, they believe in the movement to get rid of abortion and uh, Roe v. Wade and everything else so that we can go back to a, a culture of life. Their money, uh, 30%, 33% of their profits go directly to the culture of life and they support um, anti-abortion foundations that have been doing this for a hot minute since 1972. And the reason that it is 1972 is because why? Because Roe v. Wade was uh, put into law in 1973, which was when the culture of death in America started. So we're, we changed from a culture of life to a culture of death. So if you go to col1972.com, you can also sign up for her email list and you can get the naughty nice list. So uh, she'll send you a list of the companies that support 
the evil deep state and the ones that fight against it. And that's a, a pretty important list to have these days. And, and Carla, she's a great friend of the show. She's been helping us out from the get-go. Uh, we told her that we would support her here because I agree with what she's doing. I believe in what she's doing. Furthermore, not only do I believe in it, but uh, we've gone as far as to buy a couple products ourselves. And uh, It's actually amazing quality. I wore the t-shirt yesterday. It's so soft and comfy. You know, sometimes you put on a t-shirt and you're like, okay, this might last for, you know, five or six wearings. This, this, this is going to last. I mean, this is good quality. It's made in America. Um, it ships to you and, uh, you don't have to worry about it sitting off the coast of somewhere in a ship coming from China. It's actually made here in America. So that's uh, that's another really important thing these days. So folks, again, culturelife1972.com use promo code Patriot party, and that will save you up to 10% off your order. All right. Thank you. All right. Uh, before you go on to this, because we're already talking about um, the Pope, why don't, why don't you play some of this? Because this this next clip. I don't know up here. Uh, if I'm even going to. Well, this one I'm definitely getting to. And this one I'm definitely getting to. Uh, I don't. Yeah, I, I don't know if I'm going to get the last of mine because either. Because we're, we're almost at two hours. hours. So um, either way, this one is really interesting, though, because if I, you guys didn't hear it, um, let me do it real quick. Breaking, breaking, breaking news. Um, okay. You were supposed to stop, you stupid thing. <laughs> Either way, Whoopi Goldberg uh, officially was suspended tonight for two weeks uh, from ABC. ABC actually reached down, found out they had a, they were sitting on a set of these things they called nuts. And uh, it wasn't a squirrel that hid them down there either. Well, um, I, they sat they sat on them and hurt a little bit, but they realized, wow, you know what we could do? We can shut this bitch up and shut her the fuck down. It is, so they it did. is possible to go too far. So they obviously told her to push the Holocaust narrative, right? Um, the, well, white, it, the white supremacist narrative. Stop, stop for a second. So, so real quick, just so you all understand, she has been suspended as of tonight. It broke tonight on Hannity. I was watching Hannity and Hannity's like, oh, I got breaking news, breaking news. And it sounded like the whole world was going to stop. And just to come out that Whoopi was suspended. Okay. Really? Okay. Sean, okay. Sean, if you think that's news today, I guess. But anyway, uh, this thick-ass linebacker bitch, uh, she went on The View this week, and she had some uh, interesting comments to say. Oh, oh, just a little bit. Yep. She started a little uh, piss-ant um, problem. Did. She really did. She, got she pissed off so many people with this, which is why NBC trouble. figured out, that, or ABC figured out, that they might actually have a pair. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's when they found out they had a set of when, And when they started, you know, getting so many complaints from viewers, uh, I yeah. Um, more than just the Jesuits, bud. There's more there there than just that. Yes. We, we'll get into that in a later date. Yeah, we'll do, we'll do it. That's a, a different podcast that is a, about that bloodlines. That is a whole podcast. We know a lot of bit. We know we quite know a, a bit, bit about bloodlines. the bloodlines. Yeah. But either way. All right. Go back to this one. Because Whoopi uh, is definitely not a bloodline. Yeah, no, no. And you can see how thick she is. She's been looking a lot bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah. Like she's taking steroids. Or maybe that inflammation's getting to her. I don't know. She looks huge, though. In, look at, look at how big she is. Some kind of inflammatory She's syndrome. got a bigger chair than everybody else. <laughs> I'm just yeah. saying. Someone said that she's... Uh, someone came to her defense, because, of course, they've been fat-shaming her on Twitter after all this as well, but someone was like, oh... Uh, I thought I was fat-shaming her when I was doing it. Yeah, no, you were. That was fine. Okay. Um, but uh, <laughs> someone was like, oh, she's on medication that makes her gain weight, like steroids for COVID. <laughs> Hmm. steroids for chicks i don't know no but they you, call it testosterone they do normally. give your steroids for covid no and they do she did just have covid all right so. well let's see what she had to say yep let's be truthful about it because the holocaust isn't about race 
No. No. It's well, not about maybe race. It is. Yeah, no, it's about a different it's, race. But it's it's not about race. It's not about well, race. What is it about? Because you, it's about man's inhumanity to man. That's what it's about. But it's about white supremacy. Well, but it's not not about race. But these are two white groups of people. How do we have to black people see them as white people? But you're missing the point. You're missing the point. The minute you turn it into race, it goes down this alley. Let's talk about it for what it is. It's how people treat each other. It's a problem. It doesn't matter if you're black or white, because black, white, Jews, uh, everybody eats each other. So is it, if you're uncomfortable, if you hear about mouse, should you be worried? Should, should your child say, oh my God, I, I wonder if that's me. No, that's not what they're going to say. They're going to say, I don't want to be like that. And a Tennessee school pulled the graphic novel. Yeah, th- there you go. That's, uh, that's an excellent question. Janet, did she eat Megan McCain? <laughs> there, there's a, she might have. There's a possibility. That's a very good possibility. There's, there's, there's some possibilities so, there. All right. So the Holocaust wasn't about race. It was white people doing it to white people. So it doesn't matter. Um, it was about white supremacy because it was just, it's, it's white on white crime. Yeah. Well, black on black crime. Watch that every night. We, I think we watch it. What, what's that called? Uh, Chicago. No, <laughs> well, that's a good point too. I, I didn't even think about that one. But no, I was talking about uh, uh, what is it? Uh, the, the 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 show I watched, uh, First Forty Eight. First Forty Eight. That's it's just black on black, black crime. on black on all black crime all the time. Yep. It's all you hear about. Yep. But uh, anyway, yeah, she got fired uh, or not fired, well, but she's listen, been suspended. Listen to her. This this was her apology on Stephen Colbert. Yeah, because she went on Stephen Colbert as, shortly as after. Much as she actually knows how to apologize. Yeah, she, she said just they say eat each eats other. Each other. Yeah, she said yes. everyone eats each other. She did say that. That kind yes. of proves she's a carpet muncher. Yes. Just saying. No, it kind of proves that she eats babies. Oh, there's a possibility too. Seriously, eat Play each other. Play that part again. Play that part again. <laughs> okay. Yes. Go ahead. We'll, we'll get back to that one. I think Mick already closed that clip. Yeah, out. I already closed Sorry, it. Honey. Sorry, but we'll get back to it though. Yeah. Have you have you come to understand that the Nazis saw it as race? Well, because they might like well, asking the Nazis, they would say, yes, it's a racial issue. Well, see, this is what's interesting to me because the Nazis lied. It wasn't. They, they had issues with ethnicity, not with race because most of the Nazis were white people and most of the people they were attacking were white people. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Did she just condone what the Nazis were doing? Um, she said the Nazis lied. It wasn't really about race. It was about ethnicity. She just condoned what the Nazis were doing. She said, it's not a, it wasn't about race. They had a problem with their ethnicity Yeah, as if it wasn't about them being Jewish. It was about them being Jewish, being Jews. (laughs) Yes. What? Yes. Folks, when I said you can't make this shit up, it <laughs> wasn't a challenge. It, but, uh, Don't grab another beer and say, hold my beer, because this is not the fucking case. Keep going. It gets better. It really does. Holy shit. She's an idiot. Where did she go to get that dress from? Uh, Omar, the tent maker? No, it's, I'm just it's wondering. Real, it's the same thing that she wore in The View. Apparently, she only has one outfit that fits her anymore. Omar, the tent maker, made that for her. <laughs> that thing's huge. <laughs> She and Homer Simpson got something in common. They went out and got bought moo-moos together. Did the Simpsons predict this too? <laughs> Simpsons did it. Simpsons did it. 
Swear to God, I'm going to get that. I got to get that as a button on my board okay. here. <laughs> so to me, I'm thinking, how can you how can you say it's about race if you are fighting each other? So it all really began because I said, how will children, how will we explain to children what happened in Nazi Germany? This wasn't, I said, this wasn't racial. This was about white on white. Hey. And everybody said, no, 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 it was racial. Hey, you dumb bitch. So, we already explained it to children. I don't understand what's your problem with the explanation we currently have. Okay, so let me ask. So so then how was uh, Kenosha about race? Yeah, Kyle, no shit. Kyle Rittenhouse, that was white on white, right? Yeah. What's your problem with that one? How is yeah. that a racially she, motivated? She, called she that, was the first one she, came, she coming came out, out about that. She came out screaming about Kyle Rittenhouse being a racist and and shooting up trying to shoot black people because he was at a black lives matter protest but he shot three white people but wait a minute it that's was white, white on white, white. what's so, your problem where's you, the problem what are you gonna teach kids about that i wow i i know your blood pressure is getting up again <laughs> her her whole fucking argument is wrong she's yes. complete she has taken history and decimated it yeah, she's I mean, trying to rewrite it. She's rewriting it. She for, thinks she's the winner. For her moral majority and what she believes she needs to have. Yeah, the radical left is trying to rewrite history. Holy right shit, here. she's a fucking right republic. here. Yeah, you're, you're, uh, I can't even finish this. No, I, no, you have to. You have to. Seriously, you have oh to. Oh my God. I know, Seriously? I know it's hard. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to do this to y'all. And so that's what this all came from. So once again, don't write me anymore. I know how you feel. <laughs> Okay, I already know. I get it. And fuck uh, it, writer. I'm going to take your word for it and never bring it up again. We have Whoa, wait a minute. 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 Let me go back just a little bit here. Uh -huh. I just I want you to look at something real quick, folks, okay? All right. You see that fucking smug ass face? Smug ass fucking look. Yeah. I understand your feeling. I'm going to take your I'm gonna, word for I'm it. I'm going to take your word. Okay. That is not a, an apology. That, no, that's not saying I was wrong. That's why I said this is the best she knows how to apologize. That's Then that's not an apology. No. And the fact that fucking Sean Hannity came out tonight and said, well, she apologized and I don't believe she. Fuck you. No, that's she should be fired. That is not a fucking apology. No, that is she a, should be fucking fired. Okay, fine. Fuck that I'll, smug You know bitch. what? I'm tired of you people writing me and telling me what a that I'm cunt wrong. I am. So, um, yeah. Yeah, no, you're you're done, cunt. You're, yeah. You're, you are fucking done. Yeah, no, we're done with I, this I'm now. I'm glad. Now you're, now you're done. I just wanted you to get to that part. Now her I can get rid of her. Thank yes. God. Thank God for that. holy shit, okay. she needs to fucking just go yes. away. All right. She needs to just disappear. Either way, one of the big stories I wanted to get to tonight, um, <clears throat> actually, I got two of them. I have two left. Two big stories I want to get to, and then we're going to get to this last bit. Actually, oh shit, I really wanted to get to this one, too. Maybe we do another one tomorrow. I can't. Oh, that's right. You have, you have a secret society. Yeah, meeting I have my clan meeting tomorrow night. <laughs> I booked that. Sorry. Um. Yeah. Oh. Uh, to, uh, all right. I'm gonna I'm gonna touch on this one real quick because this is one I want you all to go do your own research on this one. But do me a favor. Go look up that it's been confirmed that Google terminated their project Dragonfly. Um, it censored Chinese search engines. Do me a favor, go look this up. This article is two years old. Um, it's an old article, but it kind of tells you, kind of makes you wonder what Google was doing two years ago in China, that they were doing this. Uh, Project Dragonfly is very awake today. It is going on like right now. Um, it's happening here in America. That's the scary part. I'm sure, just um, like Pegasus. They practiced it in 
They practiced it in fucking China. China. They brought it here. They perfected it in China. They brought it here. It's happening right now. You go into Google and search Google. It automatically deletes certain search terms that you plug in, that you plug in. You can put quotes around it and do all the shit, capitalize it, do all that fucking shit all together. And guess what? Google just gets rid of it, disappears. Yep. That's what the dragonfly is about. But go look it up for yourself. Do me a favor. Jeb Sue wrote it. It was, uh, <clears throat> uh, what the fuck was this in? I'm trying to remember. The, Forbes. Came out in Forbes. So go into Forbes. Look this up. It's confirmed Google terminated Project Dragonfly. It's censored Chinese search engines. Do me a favor. This doesn't just happen to Google platforms either. Okay. Anything powered by Google, it automatically censors those search engines as well. So you got to look at where your search engines, DuckDuckGo, one of their things in DuckDuckGo, this is reason why I don't like DuckDuckGo either, and she dies by DuckDuckGo, but well, she's, learned, I don't use Google, she's, so. she's learned that DuckDuckGo does it. Um, mm -hmm. Google is one of the powered parts of DuckDuckGo is Google. It will search Google for what you're looking for. When it searches Google, it will automatically delete the terms that it doesn't want to see in there. And they have a list of ongoing terms. Um, this came, this was big blowback. It's coming out right now because Bongino uh, is getting hugely censored from Google. And there's a lot of shit. Him, uh, Joe Rogan's getting censored from Google. Google turned their backs on a whole lot of people this week. They're going after them. Uh, Bongino turned this around. He's opening the floodgates as to what's going on at Google. Just watch, go read this article for me and do your own research and learn about what Project Dragonfly is because it's happening right here in the United States. That's all I'm going to say about that. The big stories, Biden administration has record uh, records on nearly 1 billion gun sales in America. <clears throat> this is a complete and utter travesty against everything in our Second Amendment. I'm can, so glad that all of I my- Can I say I told you so? I am so, I am so glad that all of my guns- uh, went down in a horrible, tragic boating accident that yeah, took place. We, we, we got um, a, a boat with the house, but it, when we were moving not, and I was out in it, didn't and, have a whole lot yeah. and the guns went right to the bottom. It's, it's rough. But the ATF disclosed to lawmakers that it manages, it manages a database of 920 million, 664 uh, or 920 billion, 664 million, 765 thousand firearm purchase records. No, it's 920 million, 664,765. Oh, yeah. It's almost a billion. Almost a billion. Purchase, uh, firearms purchase records, including both digital and hard copy versions of these transactions. When the licensed gun store goes out of business, it's private records detailing gun transactions become ATF property and they are stored at a federal site in West Virginia. I've seen this site. I know exactly where this goes. Folks, this is a complete fucking attack on our second amendment. Um, our second amendment right uh, to bear arms. They're not allowed to keep records like this. They're not allowed to keep records of who owns guns, what guns you own or what guns you have. The federal government is not allowed to do any of this. So this has been going on forever. And under the Biden administration, there's been more guns purchased than any other president in history. To give you an idea of what's been going on, there have been more guns purchased under Biden than any other president in America, even under Obama, who has taken everything. And Biden in, has had more gun sales under his time. And in president. direct violation of longstanding federal statutes. Yep. 
the Biden administration has kept a record of every single one of those. They've stockpiled more than 54, 54 million gun transactions in 2021, expressed shock at the number of guns records being kept by the federal government. The cloud maintains the ETF's database as well, and it's been exploited by the Biden administration to surveil American gun owners as it pursues new restrictions on firearms. Please bring it, bitches. Come to my house. Yeah. Good luck you, with that. Got another thing coming. Good luck with That's that. That's all I can say. Yeah. So just keep that in the back that of your head. That is illegal as <clears throat> fuck. Touch on this, George Soros, because you I did am. mention it earlier. And then I have a quick win or answer to a question that we previously posed. George Soros uh, donates another $120,000 to a PAC focused on local prosecutor races. Of course he did. Here we go. Yep. Uh, Fox News previously noted that Soros has been tied to multiple district attorneys, uh, contests and the winner has been accused of pursuing uh, ta uh, tax uh, lax enforcement. Among those is Chicago's Kim Fox, St. Louis's Kim Gardner, and Philadelphia's Larry Kisner. Right-leaning Capital Research Center says it's tracked another $29 million of Soros PAC's design to help left-wing district attorneys. Uh, he donated $1.5 million to the California Justice for Safety PAC, which just backed Democrat uh, uh, George uh, Gascon of Los Angeles and Sheila Cook Jones, a Democratic district attorney of uh, Chatham County in Georgia. Really? Yep. Sheila Cook Jones, the Democratic district attorney elect for Chatham County in Georgia, of who course. also won the race by receiving more than $80,000 in advertising support from the same pack. Hmm. Um, we got a. I'm glad we moved out of Chatham County. Yeah, we got a freaking, we got a, we got a Soros freaking DA. We got a viper in the right fucking there. hen house. Uh, in 2019, bitch. Soros provided significant cash infusion to three winning progressive candidates in Virginia, uh, Parisa Delgini Taffy in Arlington County, uh, nearly 1 million from Soros, uh, Buddha. Bib, Bibergera, I can't even pronounce her names. Loudoun County, $850,000 from Soros. Steve Descano in Fairfax County, $600,000 from Soros. Soros also pushed $5,000 to Jim Hensley in uh, Alabama County. Uh, however, unlike other areas, most of the race's funds did not come from Soros, but rather Sunjay Smith or Democrat um, Miniger, uh Mega donor in Virginia politics, but, but came through his pack. You said eighty thousand dollars to the DA in Chatham County, yep. where the others got like five thousand or ten thousand. Not even. Okay, why eighty thousand to the DA in Chatham County? Because he knew a good buyer. Maybe because he knew that the election fraud was so thick here, rampant here that and it wouldn't be investigated. He, exactly. Possibly. possibly. Uh, and I've got uh, huh, something real quick on that here. Well. Yeah, two quick stories here. Um, so uh, judge releases the Dominion audit report said the system was designed to create systematic fraud. No, I know. So uh, systemic fraud. I, so, I told you about this. And matter of fact, yep. I told you about the other one. And uh, hats off to uh, our boy here in uh, Georgia who's pushing this. Uh, Garland Fabrito. G Garland Fabrito. If you have not heard what is going on right now in that court case, um, they just posted all uh, we're talking a little over some 40 million votes right now that are they're looking to throw out from the last election in georgia if we that, didn't have 40 million votes in georgia or, there, no there i'm sorry 40, 4 million sorry 4 million yeah 4 million, 4 million votes in yep. georgia they are looking to throw that out understand biden only won georgia by like ten thousand votes 
Yeah. That's it. Yeah. He was 11, I think it was 10,900. Yeah, it was just under 11,000. 43 votes, something like that. Understand that if those 4 million votes gets thrown out, Georgia now becomes a red state again. So, uh, uh, well, they'd have to decertify. Well, we'd, we would. We'd have to do what would was going to happen in... Is Kemp going to decertify? No, fuck no. Exactly. The only one that would decertify would be Candace. Yep. And that... That'd be too late by th- then. Yeah. Yeah. But that's what, they're, that's then. what they're waiting for. That's but, what they're waiting for. Yeah. Kemp is a fucking snake in the grass too. He's another oil, snake oil salesman. Yeah. And Show you know what? He, tr- he tried to find his balls and then the CCP killed his daughter's boyfriend. Yep. Right here, right, right down the road. Seriously, like five minutes from my parents' house. Yeah. I mean, they, they put some- 10 minutes from us right Like now. thermite in there. Yep. Um, and they blew his car up and it was happened to be Kelly Loeffler's staffer as well. Yep. So uh, it was like, you know, kill two birds with one stone, get both of them. And because Kelly Loeffler did not fight for her seat, even though there was obvious fraud. And David Perdue did not fight for his seat, even though there was obvious fraud. And now they want to elect him governor of Georgia. Yeah. Fuck that. I, I don't know. Definitely understand. Not. I don't understand anybody who's getting per- behind Purdue. And I just saw no. his first ad with Trump, which I'm sitting there going, wait a minute. Yeah, because Trump endorsed him. I know. I know that. So pissed. Everybody knows that. So fucking stupid. But I, I can't believe that this is the guy we're going to go with, really. The guy who who lacked the nuts to even stand up and fight for himself. Yep. This is the person we're going to go. No. Okay. See, I, can't, I can't go with that at all. Well, uh, last story of the night to close us out. Um, well, no, because we still got numb nuts. Yeah, I, we, I, you know what? We can skip that one. That would take us another 30 minutes to talk about, go on about. I don't even care. Um, that was a, he's such an, I can't, I can't deal with him tonight. He's such an idiot. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Hey, it's just a, the one he's wondering about. Biden. He's, it's Biden wondering why all these illegals are coming to America. I don't. Don't get it. I don't know why they're no, leaving No, no, it's him country. saying it's him saying we need to call on. Uh, oh, I've been told I need to call on, or they told me I need to call on gov or on Cox first. Yeah, uh, who, Governor Cox. Who is they, and why are they telling you and who's what to do? Governor Cox, you're the president of the exactly. World. Anyway, um, but uh, so we we were debating the other night about um, Justice Breyer's retirement. Yep. Right. Uh, apparently. Ron Klain leaked it. I'd love to talk. Really? Yeah. Why did yeah. Ron Klain leak well, it? Well, that's what the Washington Examiner is saying. Uh, President Biden's chief of staff leaked Supreme Court Justice Stephen Breyer's plan to retire to a limited group on Wednesday, a top Democrat told reporters. Uh, Senate Judiciary Committee Chairman Ron, uh, Richard Durbin told reporters he received a surprise call on Wednesday morning from White House Chief of Staff Ron Klain, who said that President Biden wanted Durbin to know that Stephen Breyer was about to an- announce his retirement from the court. Uh, Durbin, an Illinois Democrat, said Klain told him to keep the news a secret and that Breyer planned to, planned to make an official announcement on Thursday. Breyer, 83, was apparently blindsided Wednesday when the news leaked about his retirement and was widely reported by the media. I'm now, now that goes- That's a win for me. That goes back to, no, that goes back to my column because remember what I said. I I said, what if he was blindsided because- Joe Biden's so hurting for a W right mm-hmm. now yep. that he's got to make a point and say, that's why he's going on this big kick about making it a black woman. Yeah. Well, and you remember what I said um, that I thought had happened, that he probably made some offhanded comment to someone yep. because he is very by the book. You know, he's 83. He is, he is, as much as I don't agree with some of his judgments, I do agree with his his honesty and his integrity and, and he, he calls it if like he, he has sees any, it, if right? he has it. Okay. So, um, 
and I had said he probably made some offhanded comment to someone that he was going to retire at the end of this term and someone in the administration pulled it and ran with it and they forced his retirement now. And apparently that's exactly what happened. So um, Breyer made his own announcement on Thursday, a day after Klain's call to Durbin's office. They were telling a limited number of people and that I should keep it confidential. Durbin said, the official announcement will be made on Thursday. I said, of course I would. Um, no one has specifically been connected with leaking the news to the media. And Durbin said he kept it mostly con confidential, telling only his wife. And then two hours later, the media broke the story. Hmm. So anyway. I, I, I honestly think that this is now like it was done on purpose to mm -hmm. give Joe a win. According to reporting by the Washington <laughs> Examiner and other outlets, Breyer was not ready to make the announcement. Good. Uh, he is a by-the-book stickler for following protocol. You announce your retirement at the end of terms, not in the middle, one insider told the Washington Examiner. He did not plan for this to leak out. He was just beginning the standard process of winding down. Hmm. So, um, yeah, Breyer was under intense pressure to step down to ensure that Biden could appoint a liberal replacement who could be confirmed by a Democrat-led Senate. Biden intends to announce a nominee to fill Breyer's seat at the end of February. Yeah. So, and of course, he's promised to select a black woman. So, in the words of discrimination, I mean, that's what we were talking about when we were talking yeah. about Yale, Harvard, yeah. all of that shit, and the Chinese kids. This Gotta shit. Fill a quota. This shit is nothing but discrimination right here. Mm -hmm. And uh, <clears throat> I feel bad for anybody else who's a judge out there who thought they were going to be confirmed if, possibly to the bench one day. If a black woman was the most qualified person Absolutely. for the position, 100% I'd be behind her. Yeah. If an, an Indian man was the most qualified person for this position, if I, a Latino I'd, I'd be behind him. Exactly. Female was... I mean, it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because in the words of the great Martin Luther King, it is not about the color of your skin. It's about the content of your character. Correct. And that is something that the left just can't get behind. All they see is the color of your skin. Same, and, same Janet, and I hope that he does it. Uh, uh, Tom Brady and says, "Nah, I'm not retiring." And and yeah, that would be, be classic. But you know what? That, he, big dick on Briar. That's all I could say. Except he's he's too much by the book, right? And he's gonna follow the party line. He's not going to. Uh, he he's not. I don't think he's gonna do that to his party. I just don't. I don't think it's gonna be Abrams either because Abrams is running for governor down here. Um, maybe Abrams sister does she have like a gap in her i don't know but too? she's a judge and she's also part of the bilderberg group and really yeah hmm. yeah wonder um, where abrams gets it from yeah yeah he but, gets, she gets soros back money you know that oh yeah of course she's um twat. and actually uh we were we were talking to janet earlier tonight before we get off this this whole thing and uh she brought up a good point we had a good conversation about it um that in oregon they have banned science and math in public schools because people of color are not smart enough to grasp it. If that's not racist, I don't know what is. But w wait a minute. Where so the you're going to dumb everyone else down so that, right? So because, because you say that black kids aren't smart enough to learn it. So therefore no one gets to learn it. I, uh, but yet we're racist. Yeah. Because we're white. Yeah. We have and white privilege and you know the funny thing and and uh and if mm. any of you bc kids are still watching or if you get to watch this later um the one thing my son the other thing our son told me in the car tonight was that uh, i asked him how many of his friends watched the show 
And he was like, he was like, oh, a lot of them, um, pretty much my entire class, except the black kids. And I said, why not the black kids? He said, well, they think you're racist. Mm, never heard a thing we've ever fucking said, obviously. Obviously. Um, so I, I hope if anything, just, you know, grab that last, the clip of the last two minutes and play them that. Because honestly, I don't give a shit what color your skin is. Everybody has the right. Everybody has the opportunity. Everybody has the intelligence. If you have the motivation, if you put in the effort, anybody can learn anything. And you do the work. You just have to work. It has nothing to do with the color of your skin. It has nothing to do with what's between your legs. It has nothing to do with who you sleep with at night. It is literally, it's about what's up here and it's about what's in here. That's it. Yeah, she has been. Uh, she is shady as all get out. Oh, Either yeah. Either way. Oh, oh, she's been investigated six ways from Sunday, <laughs> but um, she's like fucking Teflon or she just sucks it all through the big gap in her teeth and I, I don't, and shits it out. I don't know. Either way. So. Uh, what do we got coming up? Um. Oh, geez. Let's see. We've got uh, two, two more of our... Um, speaker interviews that are going to be coming out. So uh, the interview with Pastor Dave Scarlett yep. will be coming out tomorrow. And um, the interview with Dr. Mark Sherwood will be coming out. Should be on... coming out tomorrow too. I, I want to no, just it... dump both. No, I want to both come out because I want to, I want everybody to hear it all together. All right. Well, I, I like to do one at a time. So whatever. I, I know, but uh, all right, I don't, fine. I want it okay, to come out so because fine. I'm dying to get this out so that people can hear what. All right. All right. Saying. So, uh, so we'll, we'll do a two for tomorrow. So we're going to put out, uh, the interview we did with Actually, Pastor it's going to be Scarlett. a three for, because we're going to put this one out and then we're going to dump those two as well. This one's going out tonight. Yeah. It's after midnight. Well, it's today. Fuck it. Okay. Um, well, and then you're at the firehouse the next day. So whatever. Okay, we'll we'll see. I'll I'll be dumping them as we go. Um, we will be back with a newscast for you. Um, actually, we have Sam Sam Hall coming on on Friday. Um, out of Texas, and then we have uh, Zoe Warren, who's running for lieutenant governor in South Carolina, coming on on Saturday. And so I think the next newscast will be on Monday. 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 I don't Monday, know. We might pop one in Monday, on. Uh, Monday. We might pop one in on on Saturday after, after Zoe Warren because that's an earlier show. So yeah. We'll we'll say, um, maybe I don't know. We always do like to do those late shows right before you have to get up at five in the morning and yeah. go to work at the firehouse. So like, we'll see I gotta how work that tomorrow goes. morning. So either way, folks, uh, <laughs> right. appreciate everybody coming out tonight. Yes. Uh, like, share, subscribe, and please. Hey, uh, I'm I'm totally stealing this from Tim Pool. Okay, um, honk for freedom. Yeah. A honk equals, or a like equals a honk. So hit that like button. It's the equivalent of a honk for freedom. There you go. Totally stealing that from Tim Pool. Thanks, Tim. Um, yeah, so honk, honk for freedom. And hey, you're, you're driving down the road tomorrow? Honk. Honk all over the place. Honk for freedom. So uh, Tim Pool is a pseudo-intellectual. I really um, can't argue with that, but then... So are we. I, I about to say so I can argue that about my dog. She's <laughs> she's kind of a pseudo intellectual too. I, I mean, she eats what, all sorts of different shit. But I mean, does. she finds it. She's like that. She's. Uh, she's I would a say for she's shit. kind of like a pseudo intellectual. Yeah, we can never let her around. But Joe Biden. <laughs> yeah, no shit. <laughs> She'd have her nose. So I, far I saw the ass. meme. I saw the meme with a cat. There's a cat, and it was tired, and it was in the White House, and it was like the cat's tired of getting being being the one blamed for the shits all over the fucking White House. <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha
Cat's <laughs> looking at Joe like, I'm going to fucking kill you. Yeah. Either way, folks, right. uh, we appreciate you coming out. Yeah. And uh, hey, I, I don't know. I ain't going to take it. Not going to take it. Y'all have a great night. And uh, we'll Thanks talk to you watching. later. Thanks for watching. Yes.